Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. In a world... where Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for Panthers news and opinions. Panther fans unite! My name's Tony Dunn. Cody Lashney, how you doing? TK's in the house. How you doing, my friend? The stat daddy. But I think Derek Brown, hey man, he deserves that dab on him, Uh dab on him, Phil Snow, dab on him. All the same, yeah, one hundred percent. We can just Mine is gonna go to the fullback. I'm gonna dump on the Richie guy. Dab on him, Shaq. I'm gonna put the towel on Matt Rule. Uh you know, y'all took all the good ones. Only one post game. Roars ferociously. It's the C three Panthers post game show. The Carolina Panthers start every drive inside their own 10. They fall today to the Tennessee Titans 17 to 10. The record is now 1 in 10. A lot of 10s there, and they ain't good. We ain't picking up no first downs. A heavy dose of Miles Sanders today. Bryce Young getting creamed as usual. When there's hope, there's no hope. Welcome to the C3 Panthers post-game show. Sometimes we call it a post-game. Other times we just admit that it is therapy. It is therapy, and we're taking your copays today. You can smash the thumbs up button as a donation. Dance around on it. Subscribe. Check us out. We're on Rumble, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. Be a friend. Tell a friend, as Pat McAfee says. My friend, Cody Lashney. It's bad, dude. Uh, it's yeah, just it's miserable. Bad. I just put, I tweeted this out. It's painful. And that was dude, like in the first quarter. It's very painful. Um, but you know what? I, at least for someone like me, uh, I get to say, my Tigers beat them damn Gamecocks last night. So I'm doing a little bit better than most, man. You know, you have to take the small victories while you can. But yeah, everyone knows the Carolina Panthers are trash, bro. This is assumed. Uh, This is still a team that's calling screenplays on a must-have fourth and six. Uh, Bryce Young has been sacked 40 times on the season. Uh, This is now the fourth game in a row uh, where the commentators uh, uh, openly tell everyone how bad our receivers are to the point that the defenders, they don't even shuffle their feet upon snap. They just wait to see where the receivers are going, lock down on them, sniff out where the ball is going, and then the Panthers' offense continues to get embarrassed. Tony, I don't know what else to say, man. Like this team, you know, every every Sunday we come back here and we say a similar song and dance, uh, and somehow it's able to get worse every single time. Uh, and that's probably the truly astonishing thing uh, that has us all freaked out right now. But you know what, man? We're gonna do this with the best damn Panther fans in all 
of YouTube, you know him and love him. Uh, we're talking about our guy, Anthony Brown, Michael Wade, Slim Pickens. We got Raleigh Lee, Randy Stover, Roosevelt Mango, the based senpai, Patty Grimes, Nirvash, Michael Johnson, White Chocolate Espresso, and the building, Tony Dunn. Ain't nothing to it but to do it, brother. Let's roll. The number is 252-228-5098. Go ahead. Sit on the C3 couch. Let your opinions be heard. Voice your frustrations. Tell us, if anything, there is to be excited. I'm going to try to get amped up in this moment for the show because it's my duty as the host of this show to lead. And that's not what we're seeing from this character. You know, I just say this is I know that we want to say the coaches stink. Frank Reich stinks. He looks like he's gotten he's 92 years old in just 10 weeks. But these players are just bad. Yeah, that's what I mean. It comes down to is that. And I know there's going to be a bunch of Bryce Young. Apologists. Who are going to just continue to reference how bad the offensive line is. Yeah, and they're right. Well, it's he is shell shocked. How about this? He's a great runner. I I think him running the football has been the best aspect of his game this year. I thought he got hurt on that one sack. Yeah, I think so. The fumble, the fumble. I thought I was worried about his shoulder. Yeah, Um, I, I thought so too. Look, I know. Look, is that at the end of the day, he can only do so much, right? So um, we'll start with this is the offensive line is atrocious. Icky is yucky. Let's just be honest here. This guy is getting beat like a drum, Cody. Getting beat like a Salvation Army drum around Christmas time, Tony Dunn. It's bad, man. And again, I, you know, I don't want to take my victory laps, but I will. The, the guy's not a left tackle. He's not a left tackle. He doesn't have the necessary footwork to play left tackle. And we're going to continue to trot him out there. And it's going to get Bryce Young killed. Uh, it's, it's it's not man, good. Man. today. And then how about this? We had two offensive linemen get hurt today. Chandler Zavala had a knee injury, which I don't know uh, yet what the status of that is. Uh, but then uh, Cade Mays got hurt at the end of the game. Uh, on a play where he worked. He yeah, got tra- Remember, he got thrown like a rag doll. Oh, dude, he got Injury to like- insult. Insult to injury. Oh, he got sunned. Uh, yeah, man. And then we had some dude named Tooth, Toth, or whatever. Tooth, yeah. Start, yeah, Toth, starting at uh, right guard. Um, it's it's embarrassing, man. Um, and shout out to uh, it's Mark Sand in the chat. Apparently, David Tepper went in the locker room showing fuck. <laughs> uh, in Who the, cares? In the locker I don't want to look at that guy anyway. Uh, yeah. Look, we already got some super. He deserves chats here. every bit of misery. Let's, yeah, uh, yeah, let's uh, shout let's out these, these loyal fans here. Uh, thank you for being with us. So we have a dollar from the ice neighbor, but he also comes back with another $5. Says Panthers are the worst thing to happen to Bryce. They ruined his reputation by forcing him to do, uh, by forcing him to do turn the team around alone in a broken program, forcing him to turn the program yeah. around. Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, it, and, but that's not, what you do when you're the first round pick. I mean, yeah, the but number also, one overall, you'd ask t- that man to yeah. turn around teams. Yeah. 
And now you're essentially waiting until next year before you can evaluate him, you know, because it, it, once you finally do put some pieces around him, well, then can he thrive under those circumstances? We're still going to have to wait and see. Uh, Nirvash, one of our best donators with the $10, says someone needs to be fired tomorrow. Uh, there's no more excuses for this all-star coaching staff. And that's that's a great point, Tony. We, we gave these coaches top dollar. And even on for as bad as this team is, to call a screen pass on a fourth and six when you have to have it and you're only down by a touchdown, at least take a chance. Try. Do something. Uh, it's very uninspired. Uh, and Kristen Ledane, you know we love Kristen. She says, Panthers, flat out, hot dog, water. Shake my head. Thank you, Kristen, for being a member for five months. Um, I guess we should just start with this offensive line. <clears throat> yeah. um, it's bad. There are, we talked a lot about in the last show if it was time to sit Bryce Young just to protect the asset. I started to think today I was it was Kev who started or on Tuesday talked me into the idea of like, hey, this is a time right now you can go win this game. Uh we got a week schedule on the back end. But these guys, man, this we made their front four look like monsters, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like is they were just and I didn't know that they were I know they had two big guys in the middle, but we made the Tennessee Titans defense look good. And we made Danico Autry look like an all pro. <laughs> like, dude, Tony, this is what I was telling you. Uh, I guess it was on the Tuesday show or no, maybe Friday, whenever the last time we spoke was that, you know, I, 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 I dread these games more than the games where we play like the Cowboys or the Jaguars or whatever. Because yeah. at least we're supposed to lose those. Like, we know we're supposed to get judged. This is one of those games where you were figuring, well, if the Panthers did mess around and get a W, it would probably be in a situation like today. And it doesn't make it better, Tony, that we could have. I mean, yet again, in the third and fourth quarter, we're only losing by a touchdown. And this offense can do absolutely nothing to get out of its own way. Uh, Bryce is a trying touchdown to is like plays. Mount Everest to this offense, dude. Oh, yeah, it's like two Mount Everest stacked yeah. on top of each other. There's zip yeah. lining between Everest and K2 or whatever. Um, no, I mean, yeah, it's like it, that's what I mean by this is when there's hope, there's no hope, yeah. Uh, and I think the, uh, this to, to build on your discussion, Cody, as I watched this game from the very beginning. It just didn't look like our players were good. Like, it's just like this, is that if this is the game that we're supposed to be competitive in and we looked outmatched, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's like at everywhere they play better than us at every point. Like, I mean, there was nothing. I mean, I guess kudos to the defense for holding a rookie quarterback to limited success. You know, so, I mean, kudos to the defense for trotting out a bunch of bums and trying to make it, you know, make it happen, which they are. They're holding them to 17. They've kept this team in games, but we just don't even look like a pro team. 
No, <laughs> dude, it looks like a school for the blind or some shit. Uh, it's, dude, it's, 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 I mean, I, I'm numb to it now. I don't mean to be up here laughing, but dude, I can only be so frustrated. Like, we do this every week now. I mean, at a certain point in the season, and some people say I'm a bad fan for thinking this. I'm like, oh yeah, there's probably not another win on this, on this schedule. I mean, a- Atlanta beat the Saints today. Uh, so they're right now, they have the tiebreaker. They're number one in the division. Uh, the Saints, they still have a good enough defense. They have playmakers. Um, I, I don't know, man. And the fact that we don't have a first round pick, we don't have a lot of draft picks next year too. Even if you, count. we don't know how yeah, to draft. Yeah. We don't know how to draft. Like, I don't understand how Fitter has a job right now. Like if you don't want to fire Frank, right. Just out of fear of David Tepper looking like, Oh, he's always going to make these coaches go one and done. And he doesn't want to scare off potential coaches in the future from coming here. Okay, fine. You might be stuck with Frank Wright. But damn, at least fire the guy that has supplied your roster for the last three years in a row. And we're still the worst team in football, dude. Fitterer has to go. I didn't think I'd be saying this, but right now Fitterer looks worse than David Gettleman. Like at least David Gettleman gave us a football uh, or uh, a Super Bowl roster one David year. David Gettleman was not bad until he got in his own his own ego yeah. got in the way. And he was awesome at the podium. I love listening. Yeah, to um, pressures. I think though is look is you're gonna have to at least have Frank Wright just finish the season, even if you're gonna fire him. You know, I don't think there's no hurry to fire him. It's not like you're gonna miss out on some candidates. Might as well just let him hang himself at this point. Uh, yeah, but this roster looks bad, um, and it really is difficult to see how the Carolina Panthers are going to improve in the near future. And I guess my plan is just go get more offensive linemen and please let them be good. Put Icky at guard next year. He's struggling, man. He's struggling, and Bryce is getting murdered, dude. He's getting murdered, but let's also say this is Bryce has more questions that continue to pop up around him than yeah. there are answers. Oh, can I bring one up to you? Velocity. How, how about velocity? No. Yeah. Uh, listen, Bryce throwing on the run. He just doesn't have the arm talent to do it. I'm sorry. He's going to have to have a pocket around him. And again, I know there wasn't anything open, but. Uh, there was just multiple times today where the arm talent deficiency from Bryce was on display. But, dude, it's not even that. It, it's one of those things that I mentioned earlier, Tony, and I, I don't know if we ever came back to it. You notice how Will Levis already had a crazy cadence going on? Like, I don't know where you watch the game. Maybe you were at the bar and you couldn't hear it. But like uh, where he double cadenced and they fault started. Right, like, dude, he was getting them to jump. He was getting his own team to jump. Like you, you can tell that Will Levis is in control of everything at the line of scrimmage. How come we don't ever hear Bryce? Because like, it's like Michael Jackson back there. But the, 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 that, that that's <laughs> absurd to me, man. Nah, like, come on, you I mean, like because it is not an excuse, in my opinion for you to not be audibly in control of the line of scrimmage. It's, like, it's not him. It's not him snapping the ball. It, it's, it's, it's the, the center basically determining when the ball needs to be snapped and calling out checks and stuff like that. It's something that's always kind of bothered me. 
again, I'm not here just to jump on. Ready. I know. Ready. You know, Cam had, Cam had a good cadence game. Yeah. He had a good cadence awesome. game. CK, welcome in. Um, we were talking about this as we started the show. The Panthers start every drive inside the ten yard, their own 10-yard line. Yeah. Uh, they have now fallen to one in 10. And I had another 10. What was my other 10? Oh, they only scored 10 points today. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> oh, man. It's, uh, I, I, I didn't get to watch the game. I was listening to the good. radio call. Um, and it was wild. I would hear uh, in the shotgun, uh, snap the ball, and he sacked. Like, and it was so quick. Like I was like, what is going on? Like the just, offensive line sucks, dude. Why did it sound like it was worse today than it's been in the in, in all year? Uh, uh no, actually I would say it's exactly what it's been all year. Has it like it just it, the, the, the radio call when they would do it, um, uh, it was just like he would say, and Bryce Young out of the shotgun, he takes the snap and sack. And yeah. like it was just I mean, so quick. there were times that they just were running past these dudes almost free. Yeah, but I've also seen that all season. And then when Bryce would get ten yards, I'd hear old call flag, and then they would be back twenty yards or back to first and twenty. And I mean, from from the sound of the radio call, um, like this wasn't the worst game for Bryce. You know, as far as like you know, when you look, no, at, it wasn't. No, I yeah. mean, like I mean, he had a fumble that led to points. Well, and you know we what? Really it's the say same that I, I didn't fucking that fumble he has every time, too. Was it? Because it sounded like exactly like where I was talking about, where he was in the pot. Like it was like Bryce Young takes the snap and strip sack. Like it no, was like Icky was, was at, on that play. Icky was definitely thoroughly destroyed. Yes, and yes. that's what le- and that's what led to the sack. And Bryce wasn't going to throw the ball, so it's not like he had two hands on the ball. So it's hard for me to necessarily put it all the way on Bryce. Uh, but I mean, it doesn't change the fact that what this is how many games now that Bryce has turned over the ball that led to points for the other team that ultimately gave them the right. the points to win the game. Like it's 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 hard to continue to defend it, and I don't know that we do. But it's he's he's turning the ball over uh, a lot, a lot, a lot. When I say well, he, it was the same fumble he's had. It's that running laterally to the sideline where he can feel the pressure behind him a little bit. And he, starts and, it, and he feels like he's got, but man, those guys just close so fast in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's so right. like he is mobile and he's moving away and he's doing the right thing. And, you know, he's just not fast enough for that. I mean, they catch up to him. They caught him. And, right. and sure it was the pocket was icky was terrible. So it's not on him, but it's just like this. Is that, He's not that, overcoming those things. Yeah, it's just part of it now, I guess. He was not bad, CK. He had, um, they got Jonathan Mango involved a little bit. Um, He's still so bad, dude. Yeah, but that they one, uh, that one bracketed play that, Adam Thielen all game. Dude, Mingo was so sorry, dude. He looks so Why? sorry. There was that one play that Bryce did throw the ball right at him. Uh, if he ended up jumping out of bounds and stopping and catching the ball, it's dude. He is so undisciplined as a receiver, man. And dude, I'm gonna be real. It makes me upset that that's the receiver 
that Steve Smith was pounding the table for. <laughs> like you have to have Jonathan Mingo. That's the guy to draft at number two, even though none of the mock drafts had him as a second round player. Then you have Tank Dell, who is, I know you think he's little and he's broken and all this other crap, Tony, but that dude right now is looking fantastic for the Houston Texans. And he makes I don't separation. put that all on Mingo though. That ball was like Kev says in the chat. KG73 says is was behind. It wasn't no, like an no, easy. Would, it was like I know an what you're talking about. Type. Are, you, are you talking about? No, I was listening to the broadcast and Luke destroyed Mingo and said, well, I won't say destroyed, but he's saying basically you can't do what Mingo did. Bryce did exactly what he should do, which was though it because Mingo was basically running out of bounds. Right? right. And and so Bryce threw it like you're supposed to slow up and give yourself an opportunity to actually catch, like you can't continue to run full speed because by the time the ball would get to you, you'd be out of bounds anyway. So that was a perfect ball to like this. Again, this right. is what Luke was saying on the radio. Chemistry, I didn't see it. Knowing what yeah. to do. Right. I mean, it did look dumb. You know what I'm saying? It, it just did. looked dumb. Dude, Mingo sucks, man. It's, 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 you know, dude, this entire draft from top to bottom, like I put this out on Twitter and of course people get mad at me, but somebody was responding with like a letter grade for every draft pick. Uh, and you had like Bryce as a B plus, so I put Bryce at a F <laughs> at, 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 an, at an F plus, and everyone else as an F minus. Like who has looked good this year? Certainly not Jonathan Mingo. Certainly not Chandler Zavala. Not DJ Johnson. Jamie Robinson is what made two tackles this year. It, dude, this draft. Yeah, man, class, I don't even know what he looks like. No, dude, that, I don't know who his does? number. It's Why Jamie. would you want to know what he looks like? This entire draft class is absolutely dog shit. Will Conkle just put on Twitter that, uh, according to his sources, Frank Rex is on fire. Of course I don't know what that is. means. But, uh, if, but what I'm saying is, is uh, if his seat is on fire, there is no way that Federer's seat is not on the same amount of fire, dude. There's just gotta clean there's absolutely no way. Um, hey, two Super Chats real quick. Uh, Jerry. Uh, with the 499 says, hello, on a positive note, Bryce Young leads the NFL in short passes five yards or less. Mingo played an average for two plays, and Bryce threw longs. I appreciate you, Jerry. Uh, Panthers Drew with $5 uh, says, when Mingo is open, Bryce misses him. And when Bryce throws a good ball, Mingo runs a crap route. Yeah, yeah, that kind of seems... Uh, They're the like shit like yang and yang. Yeah. Um, um, uh, you in the mood to do a new member, uh, CK? Sure. Oh, uh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, and gentlemen, well, maybe you shouldn't do that. <laughs> Boys and girls, Promise QS Panda has decided to join the C3 Superfan. He said there's nothing to be excited about for the Panthers, but it's always exciting to be here with C3. Thank you for joining the club, my dude. Appreciate you, bro. And then I saved this one. It's not a super chat, but I did feel that it was worth talking about. Uh, Bryce Young's parents were at the game today. Oh. Uh, not wearing Panther gear, but decked out in Alabama gear. Uh, by the way, Alabama had a big time uh, last play victory to win the Iron Bowl against the Auburn Tigers. But is that kind of like a subtle jab at the organization that uh, their son is playing for? Like, and we're supporting Alabama today uh, and not the sorry-ass team that's getting our son killed. <laughs> I don't know what it means, but it's not good. 
it's not a, a good look. And when I say like, I'm not saying they shouldn't do it, you know, but like it doesn't inspire us to fucking rally around the Panthers keep pounding drum at this point. No. Oh, They're I like, forgot to read uh, Kev's. My bad. He's a South Carolina fan. I didn't know that he mattered. Uh, with the 199, he says uh, he didn't even get a chance to see the game because the local game in Charleston uh, was Atlanta and New Orleans. <laughs> Oh my god! It's the same fucking game every week, dude. Yeah, like I mean, it really is. It's like it's Ten boring. Points. Yeah, like boring as fuck. The offense can drive down and get one touchdown, you know, if if we're lucky, and uh, the defense somehow, even though they don't look great, but they somehow find a way to only hold another team to seventeen points. And yeah, it's uh, it's wild, dude. <clears throat> uh, Roosevelt Mongo with the five dollars says I was hollering at the TV the whole game. Throw the ball, Bryce, before he got his snot box rocked. Uh, the snot box. I always one. am like that too. Is I'm just like sling it, sling it, please sling it. Like it's yeah, throw it. I mean, he's not when he has time. He's not throwing it. No, when he's getting destroyed, he's not able to throw it. Um, it's just he looks bad. He doesn't look good, dude. No, not at all. It doesn't look good. And I you mean, know, I almost uh, as counterintuitive as this sounds, I almost wish it would throw more interceptions. Like, <laughs> take I mean, more, take more risks. Yeah, yeah, dude, fu- yeah. dude fuck it and chuck it. Boom. Just get, get it up there, man. Just try. All right. Um, the number is 252-228-5098. Um, Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $129 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $249 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We're going to shout out these super chats after we take a couple of calls. And I want you guys to think about this. I need you guys to call in and be a part of the show. That's really uh, one of the greatest donations you can give us is your time, your energy, and your good takes, man, which makes us think differently about the football team. Guy said this at where I was watching the game at today. He said, I hope Bryce Young isn't another Ken Dorsey. Ken Dorsey was, I think, a guy. I don't know if the Browns traded up for him, but they picked him at number one, and he just was meh. He was number one overall pick? I think so. I'll look it up. The number's 252-228-5098. Take us into some calls, please. Let's do it. So what are your thoughts on catcalling? Yeah, it's pretty sh- You shouldn't do that to somebody. And how did that make you feel? Uh, very uncomfortable. So how do you think catcalling makes the person feel? It feels good. Like a three and a four and a who's that cat sitting in the back corner with his face buried in his nose? Who's that kid that can use one? Ken Dorsey was not number one. Who am I thinking of that was the Browns guy that was picked? Because right now it says Ken Dorsey was former quarterback, played college at Miami, Heisman Trophy, uh, seventh round. Aren't you thinking about the Notre Dame guy? No. 
Um, he was drafted out of Notre Dame. He wasn't number one overall. Who was, was the, who was the Browns guy that they picked around that time? They had before man's Tim Couch. That's who I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, I think he was a high pick. Anyway, here, we'll take this call. Look, this comes at 1240 before the game. Hey, what up, C3 Nation? Uh, this is Glenn Jimmer calling in from San Diego, sunny San Diego. Um, happy Thanksgiving to y'all, man. Happy Thanksgiving to all the Panthers fans out there. Uh, mad love for y'all. Um, I hope you guys have a good day today. Uh, enjoying with some family and some good food. Um, but I was calling because I was, uh, I'm watching the, the, the first game, the, the Lions versus the Packers. And I had a thought. I'm like, yo. I think A.J. Dillon would be the best addition for the Panthers right now. Like, forget getting a receiver like T. Higgins. If they go out and go get somebody, I think A.J. Dillon would be that guy to go get. He would he would really come in uh, to the Panthers and fit in pretty well. I think it would also be really good for Bryce Young. Um, I, know, uh, I know the coach doesn't want to have a power running team, but, man, I think you got to fall back to that and – have a two punch combo at running back. That's going to be the best thing for your, for your young, uh, quarterback. Um, let him rely on those, uh, running backs and maybe the tight end. And he doesn't have to worry about too much, but man, AJ Dillon will be a great fit for the team. But, uh, what do you guys think? Let me know. All right, man. Looking forward to the show. I'll catch y'all later, man. Go Panthers. Keep having. Um, you know, what is a power run game with Miles Sanders doesn't work. Today, we got a heavy dose of Miles Sanders. Somehow, Chuba is like still moving better. down the depth chart, but still playing better. his best football of his yeah. entire career and noticeably better than Miles Sanders. And it's not like Miles Sanders isn't out there trying, dude, but Miles Sanders is just meh. So wrong. I was yeah. so wrong on all of these dudes. From yeah, DJ's chart, <clears throat> man, I thought these guys were going to be better, and they stink. Um, CK, did you hear this, guys? Speaking of the um, running backs, this is Charlotte Vibe asking. Uh, let me see. Make sure I get this. Asking Miles Sanders about the locker room. On the outside, you know, you look worry about coaches losing the locker room. How do you feel about the current situation regarding that? Uh, I, I, it's not in my business because at the end of the day, they haven't lost us. You know, we're real, we're a real type uh, organization right now, uh, despite of the, the, the record. But we're really tight and close in this building, and what that happens in this building stays in this building. So, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't pay no attention to that. I, I barely be on the internet now, so like, uh, I won't even see that. Yeah, but, um, I wouldn't be on there either, brother. We do everything. You don't want to go up there. They're not nice to you. That's what it is. Yeah. Why the hell would um, you go on? Why the hell would you go online? Ain't no one has shit nice to say about you. Yeah, I might not go online either. Uh, uh, Kristen Ledane said that um, Frank Reich had his hat pulled over his face in the post game. I believe it. God. Um, <clears throat> I don't think he saved. I don't think he survives the week. Um, I think it's it. This no, one. I think I, it's got. I, listen, you when you look at what you have, right? Um, you have a, a skeleton defense. I mean, the thing is, like, part of me is wanting to look at this from the outside, looking and thinking, 
Well, he's also dealt with more injuries, you know, and oh, it's been miserable. Um, and, and all this. So, like, are you even like we want to talk about Bryce not getting a fair shake? Is Frank Reich getting a fair shake? Um, but the other piece of that is when you see how frustrated Tepper is based on what we, you know, you guys were talking about towards the beginning of the show, which is him coming out of the locker room yelling the F word for uh, the entire media to hear. Um, it's uh, it's clear his frustration is incredible at this point in time, and uh, I think Frank Reich wearing his head, uh, his hat, uh, in front of his eyes, so you can't really see. I think he knows the writing's on the wall, um, and that writing is that he's not going to survive the week. I, I just don't see a scenario where he could, uh, to be honest with you. All yeah, right. I um, mean it's 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 tough. Uh, hey, CK, look, if the Panthers aren't going to give maximum effort. Uh, to these Panther fans. Well, guess what? Damn it. We still got to do so. We got a brand new member, dude. Talk to him. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, we have a brand new member of the C3 Superfan Club. That's Panthers Drew. He's decided to become a part of the Superfan Club again. Welcome in for $1.99. You can join up as well and get a lot of benefits, such as the C3 film review that drops early for Superfans. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, man. Uh, and then Anthony with the 199 says, Bad Santa is our coach. Yeah, that's been his thing. He won't stop calling him a uh, bad Santa. Tell Why me I'm wrong. That? No, you're not. You're not wrong, bro. You're not wrong. You never seen he's Bad not, Santa? I, yeah, he's but that is not Frank Reich. <laughs> okay. Maybe he's, he's a fitting. preacher. Bad Santa is like telling elves, to, uh, telling the. Santa's helpers to sit on his lap. Yeah, that was Jerry Richardson. Jerry Richardson was bad Santa. <laughs> uh, uh, and then James Allen Panther uh, with the 499 says, yeah, I couldn't watch the game either here in Charleston because we suck. Tepper, welcome to the basement. Ooh, it doesn't like it. All right, uh, let's go to the next call. The number is 252-228-5098. Taking your therapy sessions. Copay is just thumbs up. Afternoon, boys. It's Nick from Seattle enjoying a wonderful Panthers game. It's halftime. I just had to call before the game even ends because this is just such a mess. First and foremost, Scott Fitterer got to go. If you look back, this is three years in a row we've completely whiffed on the draft. Taking J.C. Horn over P2 over Rashawn Slater screwed us. Then the next year, taking Icky was great at the time, but Charles Cross has been a better left tackle and he's since terrible. they got drafted, sad to Wait. say. And then now taking Bryce over CJ, when CJ is just lighting the league on fire, ripping it every week. Some of the passes he makes, I'm just amazed by the things he does. I don't know, how are we going to get out of this? Like, how did we get here? Like, how did we get so much worse after Matt Rule? We traded away so much to move up to number one. You only move up to that if you're ready to pull the trigger and win. Yeah. If you've got something in line to where we can go get it. How could they fool themselves to think this is it? I'm just at a loss sitting here, and it's only halftime, and I'm completely already hopeless. Like, what's going to happen mm. after this? I don't know, but it's probably not going to be positive. Watching Bryce turn the ball over more. Granted, that it was like watching a, a train wreck from a distance. So I was just like, no, Bryce, don't do it. Bang. Yeah. Bumble turnover. 
it's it's brutal, boys. I hope y'all have something to do that brightens your Sunday other than this, because fuck, this is miserable. No, uh, I asked my wife if she would sub for me. She said, "Hell no." <laughs> she said, "Yeah." I was, well, uh, she had a couple of jokes for it, for it. She said, uh, "Yeah, Panthers suck." See you guys later. I was like, well, "We did that one like two weeks ago. You can't do that. That's just reused material." I saw um, C.J. Stroud. Yeah, I just saw it pop up on the screen as Bryce Young was getting demolished. He was nine for ten and a hundred and six yards passing, like in the first quarter or something. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, a mm-hmm. hundred and six yards, nine for ten. Bryce Young finished the day eighteen for thirty-one with hundred ninety-four yards. That actually might be the most prolific of his passing games almost. Like, I mean, 194 is high. Still didn't uh, get the more than on projects there. It sure didn't. 18 for 31. Um, I, And look, is I know you can't. Look, everybody's going to have a million reasons to defend Bryce Young and say none of this matters. And maybe it doesn't. But those numbers aren't impressive. No, sure, and more importantly, we, we, we have seen... Levis was 18 for 28, 185. But let's be real. We have seen only a handful of plays that even lets you think that, oh, yeah, Bryce can be the guy moving forward. Like, if anything, we're talking about things that we still have some major concerns about. We still have major concerns about his movement in the pocket. We still have major concerns about him staring down his first read. I think uh, the, it's the arm strength, the, dude. Yeah, dude, that's the big one. Arm talent. I think that's, it just and, is not. It's just whelming. And by the his way, his arm talent is whelming. It's not listen, underwhelming. It's not overwhelming. It's whelming. I disagree. I think it's kind of underwhelming. But my thing is this: distance, if, but it's the big loopers, which are good for deep balls, so a, pl- a play can player can right. run under them. But that Thielen drop that he had—I mean, there's a couple of times it just feels like he thinks these guys are open. And I, I thought I saw one of the plays where he looked like he put everything he had on it, and it was just like, yeah, and still fell, fell short. But no, that that play where uh, Mark Clareth was like, "Yeah, you can't throw that ball." Uh, he threw right into like a double coverage, but there was a long time where Adam Thielen was open, and either Bryce didn't get the ball out fast enough. Or he just didn't put the ball on the money, or the the ball just didn't have enough heat on it. It it didn't get to him in time. And, but also, look, you're one of the, or, or you have to admit at this point in time, if you're one of the people that says, "Well, listen, you can't evaluate Bryce this year because everything around him is so bad," that's fine. You're allowed to believe that. But I also think that you need to have a little bit of graciousness uh, to all the other people that don't believe in Bryce. Because they have not yet seen anything from him. And why would you have faith that the Carolina Panthers are actually going to develop someone to be a good player? Like, if you have faith in Bryce and Bryce in the future, good. We all hope that he turns out to be a great player. But right now, it's not like he's showing you something that you can even believe in in the future. You're going to have to wait till next year to do a real evaluation of what Bryce can and can't do inside of an offense. And that's only if you're able to get them some help. Right. No. And I, listen, I agree. I think that you, uh, you can't look at what he's done and say that it proves that he is the guy. Um, but I also think that when people say that they're just excuses, 
you can't look at the excuses and say they're not valid. Um, and that's what a lot of people are saying is that the excuses aren't valid. Like this should be something that he's overcoming. And, and I just don't think that that's fair to put on him to say that he's going to have, I mean, the problem is, is it's not his fault that he was drafted number one after being traded up for. Um, and so at this point in time to say that he should have been capable of doing the things that we're hoping that he would be able to do, I think it's just something that you can't, you can't do. There's just no real justification for being able to say that. Um, you can't look at this offensive line and say that it's that any quarterback is going to be able to be successful under these conditions. Yeah. And, and so that's where I think a lot of people feel almost the need to defend is because when people say that, you know, we, we, when, we when I bring up those things, it's an excuse, right? It's an excuse for Bryce Young. It's not, it's not saying that Bryce Young has done anything to prove that he is the guy, but it's to say, hey, listen, it's worthy of at least talking about that you cannot evaluate him. Like, he's not cannot, in a good situation. Well, like, we'll you, be honest yeah. about that. You cannot evaluate. Like, it is impossible. Uh, you have Greg Olson agreeing with that. You have literally Luke destroying this def- uh, this offensive line, talking about how the defense that the Titans played today was they would rush for, they would blitz occasionally, but they would rush for and drop eight because they're not afraid of these defenders, like are these offensive linemen, or these uh, this uh, this offense. And he said, we're going to rush for and we're going to get home. Like, we're going to rush for and we're going to get home. No matter what you have, we're going to get home. And they were. Like, at least, again, the audio, what I heard over the audio and what Luke and, uh, and the radio broadcast team were saying, it wasn't good. Like, it was, it was horrendous. Um, yeah, the offensive was, line was trash, dude. It was yeah. trash. Um, I think the true, I think you guys are both making good points. There. That's what I'm saying. Right? Both, like, of, those both of those things are true. are true, is that it's hard to evaluate Bryce given the circumstances, because he's not in a good position. His performance this year, uh, regardless of those negatives, has been whelming, underwhelming. Um, So, I mean, there's a lot of – nothing's been good on this team. So, I mean – Can I uh, add something? So, in the press conference, they said uh, on that final play of the game, uh, the Panthers' last play was a check. Uh, Frank Reich said Bryce Young made the right check versus zero blitz, said it also could have been a touchdown if they hit it, adds DJ Chark got too far behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, Then DJ Chark would go on to say uh, the original play call on the fourth down throw would have worked better against the Titans coverage. So it's making it sound like they had an original play call and then Bryce Young is the one that checked it to the screen. Yeah. God, man. That's... um, Yeah, it's a like, pretty... Tony, you remember earlier when I said like Cam Newton's biggest weapon was also his biggest hindrance? That he was so big and strong that they were like, well, Cam will make something happen. Just yeah, let the... Sure. Let, let That's all they did, it. yeah. Right. So it, it's the same thing for Bryce Young. His big brain and his uh, preparedness and how advanced he was, that has been his Achilles heel because now they're putting so much on his plate that they expected him to be able to handle. It, it was just too much for him. And it's not handling it at all to the point where it doesn't even look like that was ever his strong suit. Well, I almost wonder if uh, the things that we thought were going to be his strong suit are uh, a hindrance at this point in time. Um, yeah. And the reason I say that uh, is like, for instance, that moment, like he checked it to a play that, and from the look that he was getting was the right play, right? So almost it's like, like right his, on paper. 
Right. It's right on paper. And the problem is, is like, if you're literally, if you know the game so well, just off on paper, everybody else can then rewrite the script and make it look, I just feel like there's maybe um, it's like sanitary almost. Right. Yeah. The moment you put their, um, like it's like what people were doing to Luke, you know, when they would talk about Luke being able to read, uh, like be one of the most incredible film study linebackers in the history of the NFL what they started to do is they started to read the their own offense and decide what Luke was probably going to be reading with that and then just create separate calls just to throw him off. Like it was, uh, it was wild. And so you almost kind of get that feeling, not saying that they're doing that for, uh, because Bryce is such a, a threat, but like you almost wonder if they're doing that out of the aspect, like out of the thought of like, this guy's literally reading everything and just doing he's like it's book black smart. and white. He's, he's, he's book smart. Everything you know he's saying? doing is black and white. There's no, there's no gray area for Bryce, and and his checks may be the right answer for what do you he's remember. Seen. Do you remember that uh, picks? I think it was a pick six. Who knows? He's throwing so many pick six. Uh, do you remember the one we talked about weeks ago, CK, where you were talking about like he might have had trouble seeing around? Yeah. The D yeah, line, the, the Colts. Yeah, that was the right. Yeah. Um, that looked to me like he was doing what was right on paper right right like this happens then i do this this happens then i do this right and you did that almost just out of like oh well that's what you do without the thought that there's a guy right there you know what i'm saying like it was on paper what you do when the blitzer gets through you go to this read but it's like you said is uh you know man He's not able to play freely right now. You know, is uh, he can't. um, He's got a case of the yips in a way, right? Like is like he is because he struggled. It's getting in his own head now. It's kind of like a kicker when they miss the kick, you know, and it's just just like he can't play like what you everybody shows me the stupid fucking college tape, dude. If I see one more fucking like, oh, look at uh, uh, this is what they'll do. Right. Yeah, this is the one care. I saw today. Oh, people talk about a noodle arm and then they show him throwing a bunch of deep balls. Yeah. And, and you're like, that man, that's just like a college football. Number one. You know what I'm saying? Where, yeah, so the person, that's different. We can do the same uh, thing with Matt Jones. How's Matt I mean, Jones? A lot of, you know, it's like, yeah, nobody said he can't throw the ball physically down the field. Anyway, um, I wonder at the end of the season, who will have statistically had a worse year, Bryce Young or Zach Wilson's first year? Because right now they've got to be somewhere near the same, right? Yuck. Yeah, that, I, that, that's what I'm I saying, dude. Couldn't tell you honestly. Like my recollection was, wasn't Zach Wilson's first season? Like, didn't he get benched halfway through the season? Um, Three quarters, that- maybe. Yeah. I don't know, but you're still talking about two situations where the your young quarterback probably should have sat behind someone for a little while. And right. it, again, like this is why we want to see Andy Dalton because now there is the genuine fear, especially since Bryce is never, especially playing football, he's never played on a bad team before, so he's never experienced this level of adversity before. Now, previously, I would have said, "Ah, oh, well, if this year was going to break him, then." He was never going to make it in the NFL. And there's part of that that's true, 
But knowing that there is no help on the O-line, now you have two more injuries on your O-line. I thought he the, got hurt today, man. When yeah, I, knew, I, heard, I was hurt. Right. It, I'm glad you brought it up. It also looks like he fell uh, on that strip sack, like it kind of fell on his throwing shoulder. But and now, what, like, okay, oh, fuck. What, 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 if scenario, what if we're in a scenario where Bryce has to get uh, uh, surgery on his throwing shoulder? Oh, God. Like, dude, then we're set. Dude, it, y'all, if you're a Bryce Young fan, you're not being a good enough fan if you still want to see Bryce Young in this offense. If you have any heart, you would want to see Andy Dalton in right. this offense. Put your quarterback on the bench. Let him learn. Let him grow. Let his body heal a little bit more. Give him an offseason where he can continue to be in that strength and conditioning program. Build up. Give some him goal, a break. Muscle. Yes. Give him a break, a man. Fucking day off. Because you're dude. not playing for nothing. You're not playing for nothing. I, I only hope that someone is hearing what I'm saying. Because a lot of people think I'm just a Bryce Young hater. No. No, you're going to break his I'm brain, dude. You're right, going to David Carr him. him, dude. You're going to break him. It is time to bench Bryce Young. And like I said last Sunday, it's not saying that he is the worst part of this football team, but he's damn sure not the best either. And he's the only player that you know is going to be on this roster for the foreseeable future. He's the only player we need to be good. Yeah. If you think about that, it's like we are first, the rest of the team stinks. Right? I mean, Frankie Louvu is good. Sam Franklin runs into the stands. Did you see that? The mm-hmm. they they almost called a flag on it because it was on the special teams and he got pushed out of bounds. And this dude had to work his way like he was a fucking Black Friday shopper. Uh, through the crowd, through the Titans bench, and he never got back into bounds. That's why. So they were going to throw the flag, but they were like, well, "I guess we can't penalize him because he never even came back in in bounds." Uh, so we got like, "Hey, Sam Franklin's good on special teams. Uh, Xavier Woods loves to get penalized. That was not a penalty, and yeah, thank for, God for they me, didn't for making hits that are actual football hits, yeah, and, like and barely football help. hits too, yeah, but." Dude. Luckily, they there didn't is, call that. Yeah, I know. Right, no, they picked God. it up. Um, there is nobody on this team that is irreplaceable but Bryce. Right. You know, is that and there's just too much. <laughs> right, right. No, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. But that's the deal is he's the your pick, yeah, your you quarterback. You have to, you need this to work out of every fucking thing on that roster. Who cares about Brian Burns? Who cares about J.C. Horn? Derek Brown, you're a beast. Um, other than that, though, it's like if Bryce Young doesn't work, who gives a shit about any of these guys? And none of these guys are noteworthy, particularly on this offensive no. side of the ball. These guys, look, and you know what? I wanna, I'm going to give Chuba Hubbard a pass, dude, because he's been playing hard. Yeah, he's been playing his best football too. Yeah, of his whole career, he looks way better than he did any year prior. So good, good for him. But tell me one other fucker that you care about on this team, I on the offense. I don't, man, dude. There, there is not one person on this team that is going to make me cry if they're playing it for someone else, dude. And I mean, it's not, I think the writings on the wall for TMJ. 
right? He's gone. Oh, um, sure. you don't he was get, a scratch today. I don't think was he weeks. even hurt. No, he was a healthy scratch that scratch this week and last week. Um, and and that Laviska already getting hurt. Uh, he hurt his ankle twice. I guess again uh, yeah. in this game he was out after that. For, like I mean, and then the offensive line, the the defensive back situation with uh, you know Von Bell going down uh, with a neck injury. I think they said for him, and um, then Johnson. I think uh, he got hurt. I mean, dude, this is wild. Uh, I would be interested to stack up our injuries against other teams, and you have to. It's, it's an, like Greg may have a point, dude. There might be something about this training staff. When you see, uh, when you see Bryce Young um, having, you know, or uh, not Bryce Young, but you see our uh, CMJ or uh, CMC, Chris McCaffrey. I don't know why I couldn't say that. Um, like him not having any injuries in as as a 49er. Now that could be because he's on a good team and he's going to fight to be out there through any of that soft muscle stuff that he was doing and with so us, much is luck too ck you know I what i'm saying know, it's but... like what they call it the injury bug for a reason it's like when it strikes it's contagious yeah i mean this team that, has got it dude, are, somebody the, put this in the chat they said Cade may's got his ankle broke when he got thrown down by that defensive tackle oh gosh how about that getting fucking slung around and your ankle broken Dude, it's uh, like that's I I don't know what what is going on. Why is it? I don't know if it's because these guys are having to uh, overdo it, try to put too much effort into it or what. I have no idea. Like, this is just wild. I don't understand how the offensive line continues to fall like this. Like, it's just wild to me. I've never seen these people be so bad. I guess. I don't know. I feel like I always say that about every bad offensive line. This shit sucks. Numbers 252-228-5098. Hey, y'all. How y'all doing? It's G. Cavassier. Another fucking loss. We are 1-10. in 10. I would never thought my Panthers would be 1-10. in 10. Like I told you guys, the last time I seen some sorry-ass play like this was 2001. We fucking suck. And Frank needs to be fired, man. And defense did pretty damn good. They did okay, but I'm still not sold on our defense, to tell y'all the truth, man. That 3-4 shit needs to leave Carolina as soon as possible. And I don't know what the hell plays. We were playing our offense. It's just, it's just sad, man, like for real. I mean, every weekend, every Sunday or Monday or Thursday, I'd be hyped to watch my boys play, and they keep fucking letting me down, man. They keep letting me down. We need to, we need to revamp our offensive line. Man. So offensive line, that is the major one key of why we are losing is our offensive line, man. These dudes getting sacks or whatever, hitting Bryce Young, dudes I never even heard of before, man. So give me give me your thoughts on that, man. We 1-10. in 10. We ain't going to the playoffs. We're not oh, no, making no, no. wild card. Mm. Keep pounding, y'all. Uh, you know what? Is mathematically, we're not eliminated. CK. We're not, and honestly, Atlanta <laughs> winning today actually helps. But dude, there's just no, there's no hope. There's no reason yeah. to have hope. There's we have not shown anything. Like even if there were a shot, like our defense has been able to play decent against with with some of the injuries starting to pile up. We've been able to play decent against teams who haven't really had to air the ball out. Um, once you start playing these offensive powerhouses that they are needing to continue to push the ball down the field, 
I think you're going to start to see this defense and the flaws that they really have. Right now, they haven't had to really, like offenses haven't really had to play us that way. Uh, and so even if we were in the possibility of a hunt for uh, a uh, for the uh, for a playoff, I don't think that once we play a good team, if our offense can even get it together, I just don't oh, think. Oh, our- no, we can't even beat a bad team. This no, is no. Uh, it, if so- the Panthers made the playoffs, Cody. Yeah, it would be the single argument for getting rid of divisions. And <laughs> like after that, they would just you know say fuck the division. Yeah, like why are you letting these the terrible- top four teams in the it's conference? Still like that for the NFC South. One of these terrible teams is going to get a home playoff game. I know, but the Panthers are on the next level of terribleness yeah. compared and, to these and, other. But teams. you know what? The Panthers still have a chance. Mathematically, to win the division, and math and no, math, and mathematically, I have a chance to win the Powerball the next time I play. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, uh, I mean, mathematically, I have a chance of getting laid by a supermodel. But hey, there's still you're telling me there's a chance. And uh, hey, before we go on to the next call, uh, we just want to make sure I don't forget these wonderful super chats that we've been given by our wonderful friend. <laughs> Um, James Island Panther uh, comes across with the 199 says we traded up for Pickles 2.0 I'm not sure Mm. I get that reference who is Pickles I'm not even sure Uh, $5 no one wants to play for the real C3AP says no one wants to play for a shitty team Uh, they're just collecting the bag I wanted to bring this up before you move on from that uh, the real C3AP the Miller Lite shirt has been washed. It is folded on my dresser, and it'll probably sit there for like 10 more days before I mail it. But the first step in the mailing process has happened. It's washed and folded. Um, on, Oh, Clawson Pickles. That's what you're saying. Clawson Pickles. 2.0 Jimmy Clausen. I don't know. Is like uh all right, so keep go- all right. Sorry, I interrupted you. I need to tell him about that shirt. Uh yeah, my bad. I wanted to ask y'all this. Uh so today, I think it was this morning, uh NBC Sports put out an article that says if you fire Frank Reich mid season, what coach in their right mind would want to come to Carolina? And that's the only thing that has been questioning. Um like, what is weighing more on David Tepper right now? Do you fire your head coach that you just hired before the start of the season and then look like one of these owners that's impatient? And the minute you have a season that's a little bit less than your set, it's one in 10, dude. Standard. This is not little less than, yeah, this, this is, is we, he took a team that was already bad and made and it made worse. them worse, made it worse. Like, there is no. There is no, I want to build it up the way I want to be like, you've made this team worse and he doesn't seem to be making this, like he's not elevating this team. It doesn't feel like, um, you know, things are, and and that's uh, an argument against any, I mean, this team is bad all the way around. Here's the, here's the alternative, right? How many teams right now have a head coach on the hot seat? Because I can't really pinpoint commanders. They said that uh, that might Vrabel. Vrabel uh, is not. Uh, I think Vrabel's the Falcons coach might be on the hot seat a little right bit. Right now, they're number one in the division. Which is insane. What, uh, the uh, Falcons? Yeah, they have the title. Isn't it 
it's Brent, all New three, right? But they have the same record as New Orleans, but they have the tiebreaker now. Dude, if I'm Tampa Bay, I'm looking at like how bad they've like they've lost what six of the past seven. Um, you know, they're they're probably gonna they're gonna have to be in panic mode. Um, they're hoping next week that it's gonna be a get right game. It's probably the only way that it's gonna happen. Cody, I don't agree with the <clears throat> like I don't think this would be a bad look if you fire Frank Wright. I think it would just be appropriate. Right. So you don't it's think like, it would prevent coaches from wanting to come and no, but I think also is that you're not going to get the top. It's just going to be like free agency. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to overpay for free agents, much like the Jags did when they had to pay Zay Jones, Christian Kirk. They paid Christian Kirk like a fucking number one wide out. You know what I'm saying? They had a bunch of twos, but that's how you get those guys to come to a team that you don't have any belief in, right? So you're going to have to – we're going to have to get a coach. You're not going to get the the coach that has his choice. You know what I'm saying? What kind of – what if you – you know, I'm like, say uh, – think of like um, whoever, this stupid face, Sean Payton, and he got to pick his team or whatever. You think he's going to pick the Panthers after the season? You think anybody – no, whoever's going to take over as the Panthers head coach is going to be a guy – who just will be happy with the opportunity at the very worst. He's going to get paid five, like $40 million to play to coach one year. Um, and they're going to be somebody that has to, I kind of think like the Bengals coach, like whoever that guy is, is like somebody that like, you're like, ah, who the fuck is this dude? And then they actually turn out to be good. That's the kind of coach you're going to need. The You're argument, the argument, the toast of the town. Well, it, it, here's the thing: is that there's, I, 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 can, know I think in the chat, there's only two that I can, I can agree with that are on the hot seat, and that's uh, going to be uh, uh, Staley with the Chargers and Rivera. Uh, oh yeah, with, uh, he's done, Commanders. Um, but outside of that, I mean, like we're we're still like I would say we're one of three teams that are going to be searching for a new head coach in the offseason. Um, I don't think that that removes us from the uh, contention of a top candidate. Um, I don't think him firing uh, Frank Reich after one year is is a uh, is a ne- is a negative mark on Tepper because this it's atrocious. It means, well, it's not just atrocious; it's that he's had years in the NFL already, right? Like he's had the head coach opportunity, and we were hiring him for his expertise, so we didn't have to restart with somebody to learn and and maybe have to go three years of before we actually see things. Like we hired Frank Reich to go ahead and start something positive for our team immediately. Um, and right now that's just not been a, uh, been the case. He, we already have, you know, if, if we had hired anybody other than Frank, Reich, A hundred percent, you cannot fire him. I don't care if it looks this bad or not. You can't. Uh, but because we have hired Frank Reich, who already has a track history as a head coach in this league, who just got fired last year, like it's not out of the question that he would be showing the same things that got him fired last year, this year. Tony, um, I already know uh, who I want I the next head coach. Well. I already know who I want the next head coach and GM to be. Uh, I want the I want the next head coach uh, to be Bobby Slovic. He is the offensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans. And by the way, the Tennessee oh, for Titans, Houston Texans. Yeah, right? I'm, I'm sorry. The pardon me, the Houston Texans. And the Houston Texans wanted 
they wanted Bryce Young before the draft. They all felt like he fit that type of Shanahan style of offense. I think that would be absolutely perfect for Bryce Young. And I think that it sticks to the original plan that David Tepper had, which none of us thought was a bad idea at the time. Get yourself an offensive play caller to be able to pair with Bryce for the foreseeable future. So that way, on the odd chance that you do have a good offense one year, you're not losing your play caller after you're one and done. So get an offensive-minded head coach, but this one who's actually young, who is, who is new, who has some ideas to get receivers open in space, I think Slovak would be perfect for that job. And uh, Adam Peters uh, from uh, San Francisco. He is, uh, I believe, is the assistant GM. Which sucks because uh, we had the opportunity to get him and yeah, the, when I, we were hiring the last year. Sure, they could have. But, dude, if we're going to talk about firing, just like when we moved up to number one, I'm like, okay, time to evaluate the quarterbacks and see which one I want. If we're talking about a brand new head coach and a brand new GM, I'm already looking at the ones I want. And uh, just like Pickle said, uh, Bobby Slovic and uh, Adam Peters as our general manager. And I think, uh, that's what we need to do. But you're going to have to commit to that. You're going to have to commit to them for more than one year, literally, no matter what sure, happens. Sure, sure. I mean, I felt like we should be doing that for Frank Reich until it was this bad. You know, like if we would have won right. five games this year, I would have said we got to run it back. You know, um, but it's the way you lose. There's just no, This team just looks fucking a mess, dude. It's just a mess out there. It just doesn't look like pro football. Um, let's go to Anthony and Charlotte. What is up, C3? It's Anthony from Charlotte. Got back from the Outer Banks yesterday, and wow, I wish I stayed instead of watching this fucking trash-ass organization. Dude, this coaching staff and Scott Fitter need to be absolutely fired. I've said it every single week, but more and more they prove that they don't know anything about adjusting or switching anything up. David Tepper has gone backwards. I have been a fan since I was six years old in 2008. This is the worst product I've ever seen them put out from from when I can remember. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ, excuse my language. (laughs) This is downright atrocious, dude. Downright awful. I mean... Bryce Young, it's like he's not going to reach his full potential with this coaching staff and these weapons. They only let him throw the ball downfield like four times a game. It seems like every time he does, he actually does pretty good at it. Or it's a check down to Chuba. Teams are understanding that Adam Thielen's our only guy now, and they're covering him up. The offensive line is a fucking joke. It, it's absolutely terrible. Iki Aquanu, I know everyone's saying Iki's a bust. No. The problem with Iki Aquanu is, is that he doesn't, he's not supposed to be playing a pass heavy, playing in a pass happy offense. Well, you shouldn't be a fucking left tackle in the NFL then. He was solid last year when you don't ask him to. You don't get to just do one. Or you move him to guard. That's the problem with him. He just, the coaching staff doesn't want to utilize what these players' strengths are, just like Frank Reich said. He doesn't want to be a smash rock football team. In other terms, that means we don't want to do what the player's strengths are. We want to do what I want to do. He's been trying to fit a square peg in a round hole all season. And I knew this since week four for the Vikings game. It's the same offensive output every single game. 
There's a play where Bryce rolls out and bootlegs, completes a 22-yard pass, first in the game. You know what the coaching staff says? No, we're not going back to that. We're going to try right. to we run the same this play every time. We should have done that, that five weeks Pepper, ago. You have got Why not? We're doing all the rest of the admit your games. losses with these coaching staff and general manager, or else I'm going to a game next year, and I sure as hell ain't watching this piece of shit. This is the worst product I've seen since I've been a Panthers fan, and it's absolutely embarrassing and pitiful at this point. Tepper has to make some changes, or this isn't going to change at all. Well, the only thing we can hope for is we need to get someone in here that can do something with Bryce Young. This team has holes everywhere, and this coaching staff is inept. Anthony from Charlotte, I'll be back quickly. Sure, the coaching staff stinks. Somehow. I could not believe, like, this would be, this is like when you pull out somebody's resume and you're like, oh, man, that guy everything, dude. And then they get on the job and you're like, did you lie? Did you lie on your resume? Like, I mean, like. Just made up everything. Like, is, because it is, it shouldn't be this bad, number one. Mm -mm. But I think Anthony is too uh, freeing of the players of op- any obligation and look we're not going to mention Bryce Young in this right like we'll just say we'll table him for Anthony but the team fucking stinks yeah the players aren't good no and I hate man that's a mean thing for a dude on the internet to be saying it it's tough but I mean it's there's nothing we haven't felt like anybody on this team has played at an elite level um, or even a, a, a pro level, like not even all pro, right, just a right. pro level. Like it just, it does feel they look like an XFL team. almost. It feels as though that you could put any team second string up against ours and they would still win. Did you see Throckmorton on their sideline? No. What was he? Uh, what was he doing? Me, if you showed me a He's picture of Tennessee, Throckmorton. Now. And told me to identify him for a million dollars. There's no way I'd ever win. <laughs> He's on Tennessee Titan now. Okay, well, we know I'm that. Gonna, what, what, you're, what, you're, they just highlighted him in the broadcast. I could like, be staring at, at him, players. and I would never know. <laughs> That's fine. Um, look, is that look? I I I agree, Anthony. You got to maximize the players' potential. You got to craft your style football to your players and your strength. That's what great coaches do. They put players in places to succeed. Any coach that's made their, the job about them first and the system. I don't think uh, Frank Reich though is not trying these things. I think he's trying everything and he just can't get anything to work, but you can't say that icky he can't, you can't be like, oh, well, he's just a rub. What will you fucking draft a top 10 left tackle and be like, well, you can only play on running down. Imagine, you know how like they pulled Derrick Henry out and put the Tajay Spears in or whatever yeah, yeah, on yeah. passing downs. You'd be like, yeah. oh, passing down. Get the fuck out of here. We're putting in Byron Bell. <laughs> what the fuck, man? It's like Icky. Yeah. We had the choice, too, of all of them. Um, yeah. We, uh Charles Cross, uh, Evan Neal out of Alabama, which I don't, I, I think Charles Cross also isn't uh, looking great. But Tony, is you know he Seattle? Is he Seattle? Yeah. yeah. Evan Neal yeah. is the one that's a bum. But no, he went to the Giants, and I think they've just yeah, been hurt. But he's, but no, he's been hurt. trash, and he talked shit to the fans. 
Oh, I didn't you know. know like he gets oh. mad because they're calling him out and stuff. But like, Tony, you remember when, like, okay, so you know, I've been on this train maybe longer than everyone that I wanted to move Ikea Kwanu to left guard. And yeah, I've been wanting to right. do this. And, and one of the reasons why people got so mad at me for even suggesting it was because, oh, you don't move into the top 10 to draft a guard. You just don't do it. That's the dumbest shit in the world. You're going to tell me that if there's an all pro guard in the top 10, like it's not worth it. And Quentin Nelson for one point in time wasn't one of the best guards in the NFL who was also drafted number six. Like, give me a break. Like everybody adheres to these dumb rules that truly have no bearing on football. If you have a player who doesn't have good feet in his pass sets is very sloppy, is always getting, getting beat on swipe maneuvers, but well, then it's time to put him where it's actually going to benefit his skill set. Let him be strong. Let him be powerful. Let him move people out of the way. Put him in a phone booth and let that big man beat the shit out of people. It's been time to do it's that. It's not working where he's at now. And so who not, gives a and, fuck and where gonna. you draft him at this point? Yeah, it's not We're cutting work. players that we draft all over the place. And look, is Monty, uh, for some reason, the algorithm is on Twitter is fucking with me and just keeps showing me Monty shit. Well, you I don't know wanna, why? Because you interact with me and I always interact with him. I don't want to see his shit. But he said uh, they were like putting up pictures of like past players that were bums or whatever. And they put up Ben A. Ben Wickery. And I was like, motherfucker. No, nah, I didn't say it to him. And I just said it in my own head. I was like, that's fucking easy. Like he was actually good for a season at least. And then he got hurt and then you put him out there in this untenable situation. And he kind of became the fall guy, the Patsy or whatever. And I know that he didn't go on to make any team. He wasn't good overall, but like these players that we have on our team weren't good at all. No, like, we've drafted players that just haven't done anything. No. And At least I wanted, Ben A had one fucking year where he looked capable. Well, I right. wanted to bring this up too because actually hear stuff like this. Uh, Hollywood Gaming in the chat says it took Jordan Gross three years to become stable at left tackle. Hollywood, I'm sorry, I don't want to hear about Jordan Gross. Like, well, I'm he not, started at right tackle. It was a luxury too. It wasn't like, um, you know, you started him at right tackle and then you moved him over to left tackle after a yeah. year. And, you know, uh, and you know what? He might become a better player, but right now he's a fucking liability. Yeah. And again, you traded up for an undersized quarterback and now your left tackle is seemingly doing everything in his power to get him killed. So it's like a zero sum. Because he can right only pat, he can only run block. He's a yeah, fucking one trick yeah, pony. No, and, fuck that. This, I'm not saying I'm some football expert. I know an expert football fan, uh, but. Dude, he has no recovery maneuvers. As soon as a defensive end, like, for example, hits him with a swipe or goes inside, like, he has no way to recover and answer for what someone does. It's like he's instantly in checkmate. And Every time he's in pass protection, Cody, it's bad. Bad. It's either he gets beat with the speed, he gets beat with a second move, he does this stupid arm thing where he doesn't even touch him and they just run around him. Yeah, he puts his arm out and lets him just bat it down and run by him. 
And then the thing though that drives me nuts about all of those things is that that's fine. Is like okay, he's a big boy. He's not moving fast. You know what I mean? Like oh, he can learn these things. It's then he gets powered. <laughs> then the biggest motherfucker on the field gets fucking pushed back into the quarterback, and you're like, God, you can't get you ain't you can't do shit out there uh, in pass protection. God. He shouldn't be, man. What a regression! What a regression as a player. Anthony wants some more. What's up, C three? Um, it's Anthony. I'm back for a quick part two. I just wanted to say, man, I I gotta I gotta give my condolences to this podcast, man. I'm so happy you guys are able to stick through this every week. I mean, I don't even know how it's possible at this point. This has got to be the low point of. Like, I never even thought I'd say this. I've said it multiple times. Dude, this is this is worse than that rule, man. Like, this is just, it's so bad to the point where, dude, they're, they're, everyone on Twitter, there's nothing positive to talk about today. I thought Brian Burns made his daily, you know, whenever he decides to get a sack, his little daily sack, then he disappeared. Derek Brown was good. The cornerbacks weren't good. They just played soft zone the whole time. The Titans really didn't even do anything special. The, the the momentum swing of the game was when Bryce got sacked and fumbled because Icky isn't a pass blocker and got beat around his beat around the edge in like a second. It's like, man, this is just a joke. But my condolences go to you guys, man. Uh, I don't really know where we go from there. Like one in ten without a first round pick. I like Bryce Young. I think he could be good with some competent people that believe in him because it seems like Frank Reich still doesn't let him throw the ball downfield. Like, what the fuck do we have to lose? Why, why is Frank Reich calling plays? And I'm sorry I'm going off, but why is Frank Reich calling plays like uh, this is like he was told by Pepper, like a Matt Rule year? I mean, shit, Matt Rule, like, dude, we threw the ball downfield more with Teddy Bridgewater than Bryce Young. It's like, dude, we're one in fucking ten. Swing the ball. Who gives a shit? embarrassing man i'd rather go out losing and trying than go out losing and throwing checkdowns but there's no there's no way they survive there's just no way i can't see i can't take someone seriously that says yeah we need to bring this coaching staff in front office back are you kidding me there is no possible scenario i see for that at this point and i've been saying guys i know there's going to people be people optimistic we just lost to the titans okay the teams we play after the Titans are certainly better than the Titans that we played today. I mean, the Bucks beat the Titans. The Falcons beat, uh, the Falcons almost beat the Titans, but they just beat the Saints today. We're not going to beat any of these teams. Those are my thoughts. Love you, boys. Keep pounding. Anthony from Charlotte, keep hoping, man. Uh, thank you for the support, Anthony. Uh, strong name from one Anthony to another. Um. I do think it's interesting, though, that you say basically chuck it and fuck it and chuck it or chuck it and fuck it, whatever the way you say that phrasing is. But fuck then, it and chuck it. But in the previous call, you're like, we got to power run it. <laughs> I, don't know. Uh, I was like, uh, and maybe he didn't. But and and interestingly, third and three at one point where we converted one of those third uh, third downs, a long three, ran it. And Miles Sanders was able to muscle through, barely got it. I thought, oh, shit, man, we're, like, running the ball. <laughs> like, I mean, they're just doing whatever, dude. I don't even know if there is a plan. 
CK, you had something to say? Yeah. Did you guys see talk about this stat already? Um, Bryce Young, having been sacked 40 times this season, is tied for the mo- fifth most by a player through their first 10 games since sacks were first tracked since in 1963. Who was like, the person tied with? David Gore? Um, I have no idea. It's the tied for fifth most, so not even the most. But oh, David um, Carr had seventy three sacks his rookie year, I think, mm. in sixteen games. So you said oh, we have forty and ten. Yeah, we have what eight more games left, or seven more games? Seven more games. Uh, no, eight. We're one and nine, right? No, we're one and ten. One and ten. So we have seven more games. Um, and so he's averaging four per uh per game. So he could he's uh he's gonna be around about sixty eight at this rate by yeah. the end of the I year. Man, you're so creeping up. That's like the second most. I th- you know, um, that's probably third most in sacks in a season. And just to let you know, the only reason I know that is first in sacks in a season was seventy three. David Carr, third on that list is also David Carr like the next year so he got like 60 they like saved him five more times basically i mean do you know what's scary he was a good quarterback right and that's what i'm saying we could very easily be talking about bryce young the very same way in a very short amount of time and no no one one is hoping for that about it like is this affecting his play it's affecting his mentals dude Absolutely. He is not playing to his ability in moments even when he has time because of that. I'm even getting to the point where it's like, if you think that Bryce needs to start, you're almost annoying me, dude. Like, I'm getting annoyed. Like, I thought it, this it, was no, the game we would kind of figure it out a little bit if you could get no, by. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that there's anything to, to figure out from the route concepts to the protection uh, to what they're trying to do to uh, just picking I, I, up people off the street to play fucking guard. Yeah. And dude, they, have no, like, Na- like, they were forced to play Nash Jensen today. And it makes you wonder, Oh yeah. Why did they fire Doc Martin? Was this so bad that, that you do Nash Jensen's that, the best out of all of them. Wouldn't at least be lacking his presence right now. Uh, even though you just lost two offensive linemen today, you lost Chandler Zavala and Cade Mays. So it's like if you're one of those people that's like you demand Bryce Young to play this entire season, I think that you just want to be right about your previous takes on Bryce Young than actually care about his future with the Carolina Panthers. I genuinely believe that. Let's go to Kyle in Spartanburg. What's up, D3? It's Kyle from Spartanburg. Damn, another loss, 1-10, in 10, but... Did we really expect any different? I mean, every time the offense gets the ball, I'm always just wondering, like, how is Bryce going to get sacked? How is he going to throw a bad ball? How are the receivers not going to get open? You know, it's just never any positive thoughts come to mind when we're on offense. But Nor do positive things what do we expect? happen. On defense, we have one sack in three games. I mean, Burns got one sack, but it was kind of lucky. I mean, if his arms was a little shorter, he wouldn't have got that sack. So he looked big to that. But other than that, I mean, it's just real, real disappointing. Um, but I would like to give a uh, a balls out award to their damn Titans punter. Every single time we got the ball, it was like the ten or the eight or the twelve. Like we never had any good field position. 
that dude punted that damn ball at the 10 yard line every single time they punted. So that really hurt us as well. But damn, another loss. You know, what do we expect? I guess all hopes just for next season. But keep pounding. Catch y'all later. Uh, thank you for the call. You're right. Is every single drive that the Panthers have had this season that I can remember has started on the nine yard line and taken 82 minutes. I want to highlight some comments here. Truck and mogul. I'm going to disagree with this comment, but thank you for being part of the show. He said, it almost feels like Cody wants Andy Dalton to start for the off chance that he pulls out a win just so he can trash Bryce even more. And I don't think that's the case at all. Uh, I think the whole point is this, is that Bryce is the future. Whether he turns out to be good or bad is is irrelevant at this yeah. point. Right. Is that you right now are breaking him. You're mentally breaking him. Mm-hmm. And you have the potential of physically breaking him. And what we learned today, guys, is that there's no possible way that this offensive line improves at all. Right? Like, you have seen who they are. Up the middle... They are using dudes that we don't even know their fucking names. And we do a podcast every week. Like that's always the most annoying shit to me is when I see players on the field in this season that I don't even know who they are. Mike, who the fuck is this dude? Deshaun Williams, whatever that, that first game we saw him, we met him. That means that they're just fucking putting these dudes out there to fail. Yeah. Like they're just randomly putting There's nobody that's going to be good at guard this year. Nash Jensen's the best you're going to get. Icky is stinking. So, no, like there's nothing you can do to incrementally improve this offensive line throughout this season, which is fucking terrifying. Right. So I don't think this is, and while I don't think Cody is necessarily the biggest Bryce fan, convinced by him I don't think that's any suggestion why you want him not to play going forward no and Tony I'm just gonna let you explain it for me I mean I'm tired of explaining myself I feel like I've laid it out I feel like I've laid it out eloquently enough that if the Panthers are ever going to be good anytime soon it requires it it requires Bryce Young it requires Bryce Young to continue to develop and turn into the quarterback that Panther fans wanted him to be when you draft him. Literally, no one is denying that. But I can also live firmly in this reality and say that there is not one good reason to continue to put him out there just for you to say, oh, well, trial by fire. He needs to go through it all. What has he not already gone through? What has he not already gone through? He's already played through this point in the season. He's already been beaten up. Another thing is when you finish your final season of college, that is the longest year of your life. You're going to training camp. You start your final year of college. And then as soon as you're done, you're going to start preparing and getting ready for the NFL evaluation process. You get drafted. You get a little while off. You're back in the training camp with the NFL players. Then you're doing another super long season. Like, Give Bryce a little bit of a rest if you have any care and concern about him as the future of your football team. Agreed. 
And this has nothing to do with uh, uh, AKA Mr. <laughs> Bitches. Cool name. Uh, oh, la- la- last thing, uh, Andy Dalton so far has the most passing yards that a quarterback has put up in this offense this year. So don't tell me that Andy Dalton doesn't at least at this point in time give us at least a slightly better chance than a rookie who's going through some of the worst growing pains that we've seen in a while. I don't even care about that. I'm, I'm with you. I think you don't even have to bring that up. I think you already said the real point of the, the fact of the matter. AKA Mr. Bitches, cool name again, says, man, stop hating on Bryce. You can't do better than him. The entire team sucks. Agreed. Agreed. Yep. And you know what? We don't have a choice. See, that's the thing is that's why I'm not interested in the let's compare him to Levis. Let's compare him to Stroud. You know, I'm wishing the best of luck all these players because the more good players there are, particularly quarterbacks in the NFL, the better the product is. Can I? I mean, I'll also throw this out there. I mean, like I said, I'm a Bryce Young fan and defender, right? I'm somebody who still believes that he has more potential that that we just haven't been able to see because of the circumstances that he's been uh, drafted into. But I also think that we should bench Bryce Young. And it has nothing to do with my belief that he is a buster. On a, if, if The argument that I always put out there is, if the belief is that there isn't a quarterback that could survive in this scenario, right? If that's what you truly believe, number one, why risk Bryce Young? That's not going right. to do anything for the team. Number two, let's give this an opportunity to prove that, right? If if Andy Dalton comes out here and he does horrible and he does, he looks exactly like Bryce Young does uh, with the same you know situation, then argument one, right? Andy Dalton is, has has been considered a an elite quarterback in this league at times, right? Uh, so, I mean, if he can't come in here and be successful, then you you literally have every ounce of 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 ammunition at your disposal to be able to win your arguments that Bryce Young was set up for failure. Now, if he doesn't come in here and look as bad, then that's only a positive for Bryce because he's going to see how when all the cards are stacked against you, how you can succeed as a veteran in this league. And and that's what you know. And it's a win win win, right? There is no if you really the reason that you draft Bryce is because of uh, the the processing speed, all that stuff, right? If you really have a high opinion of him, him being benched isn't going to ruin him, right? It's just not. If it did, I honestly keeping him out there could very well ruin him. There is no valid argument you could give me that makes me believe that Bryce Young is better off being sacked four times a game. Uh, and, and making his confidence go down and down even more because he can't do anything with this offense. That's just, it's not, there's, there's nothing else that you can tell me that would make this a better situation for Bryce to keep him out there on the field. Mm-hmm. Hassan Reddick just fucking slammed Josh Allen. I wonder oh, if I just thought, I just collar, went back on, I just went collar. back on. I wonder if they're going to call a horse collar on that. Yeah, I think so. But Hassan Reddick is a fucking beast, dude. Yeah, but should have never let him go. How about this? He was more important to the Panthers' defense than Brian Burns. He he's, by the way, he's a more important to any defense than Brian. He's you know a better saying? player. He's like he reminds me of Vaughn he's Miller. Impactful. He's impactful. He reminds me of Vaughn Miller. Uh, by the way, uh, Riz, I have to respond to that. Bryce Young has gotten enough sacks for a 17 game season. So he's already gone through that at this point in time, in my opinion. I think, too, uh, I think this is a kind of an analogy that came to me as we were talking about this is there's a hurricane coming. There's a tropical storm on the way, yeah. and we live 
in Los, like I'm on the East Coast, right? So it's time Los, to buy the sandbags. Time to but board low up the sea windows. level, right? Like you're like we're below, we're at sea level. You know what I'm saying? So you got a nice car that you just got. You still got the payments on it. Yeah, you got the gap insurance. You got the insurance. You know, you got all the things that cover you. Move it to fucking high ground, though. You know, move the what's the what's the fucking harm in saying, oh, well, I'm just going to leave my driveway. It's not going to be that bad. It's not bad. Just move the car up. And Bryce Young is the car. Put him on high ground and not let him drown right now. So, um, all right, let's go to another call. One in 10, baby. One in 10. Keep pounding. One and 10. We just lost to a team quarterback by Will Levis. Will freaking Levis. I'm so mad right now. So fucking mad. I could write a strongly worded letter. A strongly worded level. <laughs> you know what is again? We said that this this is the same shit each week. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I've learned is teams don't have to do a lot to beat us. No. Look at this: is Will Levis at 185 yards passing, no touchdowns. Uh, Derrick Henry had 76 yards. He did have two touchdowns. We gave him a short field on that. Did after he beat the, his prize picks number? I think so. Also, I think DJ Chark got you. He had uh, three catches, no. dude. Yeah, he had three catches. And I think it was two and a half or two was the prize pick number. I'm pretty sure it was like two, yeah. Remember? I think you went with it. I must not have. Yeah, you didn't go DJ Chart. Oh, yeah, I, I, did. I did. did. I did. I did. I did. I did. Uh, but, got I still... it. but here's the thing is that this team, uh, this if team had 80 yards time, rushing. Hold on, Gabby. One second. 80 yards rushing and 100. They had 260 yards of total offense. And it was like no chance of beating them. Teams just don't have to do much to beat this team because you don't score any points. You And when you do move the ball, it takes nine minutes. It, it seems like an anomaly. The fact that we beat the Houston Texans, doesn't it? Like every rookie quarterback that you know that we can go up against beats us, except for the one who's lighting the NFL on fire right now. Um, it's 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 crazy to me, man. I don't understand um, how any of this is sustainable. I don't know. There's really nothing more else to say. Like J.C. Horn's supposed to come back at one point. Who, who cares? cares? Yeah, <laughs> apparently you just uh, said it at the same time, James. Yeah, yeah, like, who cares? Who apparently, apparently, J.C. Horn. Uh, I mean, not uh, Jeremy Chin might be looking to come back. Who cares? It's just a bunch of who cares, man. And again, it's so deflating because you don't even have a first round pick. So when we get into our draft coverage, like we're going to be having to look at guys that we think are going to fall to the second round. Because we're none of the. Are we gonna the do? We gotta do a. Are we gonna do a draft party? What do we do? Just turn it on, watch the first round, first pick, and then cut it off. <laughs> yeah, do we look I into? We I don't even know if it. Like I just almost don't want to watch it just because how painful it's going to be to know ours is going to be the number one overall pick and it's not ours. Dude, I. I and, know. Well, you know what? Maybe I we just see what that pick is and then cut the show off. Dude, you know what? I remain steadfast on now. Uh, we were not ready to trade up. 
We were not ready to trade up. If you think Bryce is the future, or even if you think CJ Stroud should have been the guy like I do, it still, it wasn't the right time to trade up because mm-hmm. this roster was not built to withstand losing the net, all that you would have to give up in that trade up. I don't we, know if we, I we agree. Made. I think it really no. comes down to us not hitting in free agency. But like Tony, everything that you did to adjust this roster didn't work. So, I, I mean, I know that, look, as you could say that the team wasn't ready, but it's like every you, you just swung a miss on Hayden Hurst. You swung a miss on Miles Sanders. You swung a miss on these players. Mingo. Yeah. And then the other part is, is you got to think of it as a dual swing and miss. Not only are they not playing well, is that other positions that needed probably addressing that you could have potentially helped in free agency. You didn't, you know, I mean, and really this offensive line all comes down to Scott Fitter. I think is that, and you know what, if it doesn't all come down to him, then fucking uh, whoever our coach is, Frank Wright, is an imbecile then. Well, and remember, uh, uh, Fitter was also the guy that thought Cam Irving and Michael Jordan were going to be serviceable offensive line pieces. They were better us. than what we got now, though. But they sucked. I know the, they all, did. All his, I know they the did. The only offensive lineman that he's given us that hasn't completely sucked is Brady. It's Austin Christian. Corbett. Oh, yeah, and Austin Corbett threw free agency, but that guy literally had to win a Super Bowl with the Rams for you to go out and get him. It's like, and he's on, had dude. two major injuries now. All right, uh, let's go to the next call. Yeah, all your muscles bearing out of this fucking team. Classic penis. That's what this team reminds me of. It doesn't work. Nope. Limp Dick Jones, overcooked pasta, fucking coffee noodle. This whole thing talked about offense. Defense was okay. I'll give it back. Offense, fuck me. These fucking guys. You know what? I'm not even going to think a lot of fucking guys. I can bury Bryce Young, very Hickey. I, I do anyway. Fuck him. Fuck his little mighty mouth, some bitch over there. Fucking can't see over the goddamn line. <laughs> fucking hopping up and down like a fucking bunny rabbit. Trying to chuck the ball fucking 15 yards. Anyway, I thought Tommy fucking DeVito was. Huh? Ah, Your game's two wins. We could have had him for fucking free chicken cup and fucking Jones over here. This guy's playing his fucking heart out, bro. Fucking, I, I commend this fucking kid. North Jersey native. Fucking pies on great over here. Forget about it. Muscles, what was his sandwich? Anyway, I know it's a fan of podcast. You don't want to talk about him. But he's slowly becoming my new favorite fucking Italian player. Yeah. I don't All know right, how boys, I missed this. I don't know how I missed it with Sirianni, actually. I was make, too busy making fun of Sirianni's pr- initial press conference to realize that he was a Paisan, and we should have fucking liked him. You got to trust them Italians. They showed, uh, was it Tommy DeVito? Yeah, Tommy name? DeVito. They showed uh, one of the guys that was, like, um, doing, like, the broadcast. Like, so I think it, it tuned in on one of the channels. I think it was tuned in on the Panthers game. Like they broke away to something and it was like his favorite sandwich. It was like veal cutlet or something like this. And then you had this stupid ass white guy eating this sandwich. And he's like, it's great. It's a little cold though. You're like, of course it's cold. You're standing outside. It took probably got delivered two hours ago. 
Anyway, we need to figure out what that sandwich was. Muscles, we're going to have to add it to the... Look, we got monster subs up here uh, yeah. on the banner. Represent. Check out, check out monster subs in Spartanburg. Be monster a good subs done. and grubs. Check them out. Well, we're hey, listen. That's uh, at this point in time. That's the only reason I'm even interested in going back to Spartanburg next year. Yeah, I mean, like we yeah. could just do the. We just go there and go to the <laughs> right. hotel, CK, and we'll just talk to the reporters and ask them what happened. Exactly. Uh, let's go to the next oh, one. This is Chase from Anderson. Everything about this team is terrible. Everything. There's no. Absolutely no reason why why Frank Wright and and and, and uh, any of them, Bitt, whatever his name is, not, is not fired already. Absolutely no reason they should not be fired already. Why Brian Burns dropping in the coverage so much? No, it's just dumb. And when he drops in the coverage, he's not even doing anything. He steps like three, four, five steps back and just just stands there and does nothing. Well, that's just, he got a sack, I guess, or so far, only halfway through the game. This, this team's terrible. I hate to say this, but I think I really believe it. I'm over Brian Birds. Yeah. I think everybody has that point when we're like, all right, dude. I don't I'm even care. Like, I mean, I want it. you to be on the team. I think that you're a good player. And I think the Panthers could benefit from your services. Cool guy. But other than that, I don't give a fuck. No. Like, I'm just, like, so tired of this. Is that everybody turning on, uh, you know, I also got irritated when everybody called J.C. Horn elite. He's elite. He's elite. Fucking just injured. Elite. Elite. Like, man, shut the fuck up. This guy's played seven games in three years. He's been good in some moments. Just like Bryce Young is throwing some good passes in some. <clears throat> how how are we feeling about uh Brown, Derek Brown, Dude, the I mean, most pay consistent him. player on our defense? Pay him, pay him. I mean, he's the only guy that I don't think that I've I've watched um, and felt like he was a liability on this on this team. Uh, you know, for the most part, there might be occasionally a time that he might you know miss a tackle or something like that. But the dude's so consistent and. Um, I think that you've got to keep him. He's a mainstay for this defensive line. Um, imagine and, it without him, right? Hey, how about this? Without him, and and imagine paying Burns at this point in time. Like, where, where? What would you be able to? If you're Burns at this point in time, what do you think the asking? Do you feel like it's going up or going down? I feel like it's going down every game that he plays. Yeah, I, I think so too. And how about this? We should have traded Brian Burns. We had two years and two oper- and two opportunities to do so. And if you believe it or not, they say that uh, they were getting first round picks for him this year too. And it's like you you have no help around your quarterback. You refuse to pay Brian Burns what he wants. So now you're going to have to do this franchise tag deal. And force him to play for, uh, you know, whatever the average of the top five highest paid are. It, it's 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 a clown show. It's an absolute and clown today, show. Today was like the first time I saw the opposing team's offense like in a third and long situation. 
So like not on like Brian Burns needs to be on the team where you have them in third and long and you're getting after him. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's the whole point. But he's not gonna be a game changer when it's second and five. You know? Right. Uh, no. Can you hear my phone ringing? We can. Stop. The... Answer it live on air. <laughs> it's a recording from the baby doctor. All right. Uh, next call. Hey, guys. What's going on? This is KPM here. Uh, it's been a while since I've been on the, you know, the Friday free-for-all and all that stuff. Just been busy well, with other stuff. But, yeah, after evaluating today's game, I think, you know, a lot of the fan base is just trying to point fingers at everybody, just different individuals specifically, about the team being in the position that it is. And honestly, I think, you know, they're pointing at the wrong person. I think, you know, everybody collectively needs to point the finger at David Tepper. Uh, David Tepper obviously has made a lot of decisions, a lot of questionable decisions, that being. Uh, you look back at when he was here, you know, he said he's wanting to roll a cam his first year. Gets rid of Cam, gets rid of Olsen, brings in Scott Fitterer, and then Scott Fitterer proceeds to give Teddy Bridgewater $60 million. And then they trade him away for a fifth round pick, and then they <laughs> overpay for Sam Darnold to bring him in, which they let him walk for nothing. Uh, and then all this other stuff going on with the, the franchise, you know, they, he brought, he overpaid for Matt Rule to come in, which Matt Rule only won one game, I think, compared to like 33 losses for every time the defense gave up over 17 points, which means, you know, this franchise has just been burdened with his impatience because Pepper has just been so motivated to try and win now that he just ignores the fact that it takes a process in order to build a team up to make it a winning team. And uh, honestly, I feel like his impatience is the reason why we are in the position that we are in. And I feel like, you know, it's going to be a while before this team gets back to even playing, you know, at a level where we feel confident enough to watch this team in and out every week. Because let's be honest, right now at this point in the season, this, this team's unbearable to watch. I mean, the offense can't move the ball at all. The defense is on the field about three-quarters of the time. And the defense, you know, they're playing lights out and keeping us in most of these ball games. And, you know, uh, to, to blame anything on the defense is nothing more than just, you know, just blasphemy. But yeah, I mean, you know, this, uh, this team is in a bad way right now. And, uh, I think everybody needs to point the finger at David Tepper for the reason why this, this team's in this position. You know, he's the reason that, you know, we've had all the decisions that have led to this point. Uh, because he's a micromanager, just like Matt Rule was when he was a head coach. Uh, he micromanaged everything, and then, you know, next thing you know, we're in this uh, situation. All right, guys. Thank you. Appreciate you, KPM. Great call. All right. Uh, next call. Gen Z calling. Um, just wanted to talk about Bryce a little bit. He's really not doing anything different than he did in college. He's really – some of the scouting reports said that he – they struggle with his arm strength, um, holds <clears throat> on to the ball too long, sometimes um, predetermined reads, so he'll focus on one person too long and 
ultimately he's doing those same exact things in the NFL. Do I think Bryce can get better without us rebuilding this whole entire team? I mean, no. I don't think Bryce will change at all because Bryce requires a special type of playbook, team, players, all this just for us to be successful. The Panthers got to just figure out who they want to be. If they want to be an old-school team, I think David Tepper wants us to be a Kansas City Chiefs, Los Angeles, uh, L.A. Rams, this fun, exciting team, but that's not how we win games, and that's not the personnel we have. So um, I just don't think this is going to get better at all. I mean, it will be probably four to five years if we – to this Bryce uh, experiment. Long road ahead. This is a great call. Thank you for the call. Uh, the number is 252-228-5098. Call just came in. We got two calls, uh, so you guys can still get in to the C3 cat calls. I mean, and maybe this is just because, like, I've been bludgeoned to death by this season so far, right? Like, I mean, it's just like a total beating. Yeah. Um emotionally physically for me i think this is that we all need and maybe it's because we're in this business i guess you could call it of podcasting and talking about football and having opinions that we have to we feel obligated to say this is what's going to happen this is what's going to happen this person is going to be great this person sucks this person great this person whatever it is we have to like we feel obligated to forecast the future I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to think about that. I'm just going to say this is I'm underwhelmed by Bryce Young. Agreed. That's it. It's like, um, and I do understand like, Hey, is one person like, that's the thing is that I guess, look, you need to have an offensive line. There's no quarterback that does well in the league on a consistent basis that doesn't have protection. So it doesn't matter if you're Cam Newton or not. Cam Newton can just mask it a little bit better than other people could. But I do feel like I hate this. You know, when we were talking about like uh, winning with a dominant defense and then people be like the Ravens did it in what? Oh, three or whatever the fuck. <clears throat> Remember they had Trent Dilfer 2000. Mm-hmm. It seems like this is that if it takes, if it requires perfection, everything to be in place to go right for shit to work. That's a pipe dream in the NFL. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, when do you have a great defense, great weapons, a great offensive line? Like when does it all, we have everything. It'll never be all perfect for him. You're going to have to elevate the plays around you sometime. And we have shown uh, on the film room that there are times when Bryce does have a pocket to throw from and he does have wide receivers that will get open and he just won't see them. So it's like a it's a confluence of errors, man. It just compounds on top of each other. I feel like he's shell-shocked right now. I feel like if he wasn't getting beaten up so bad this season, he probably would be making some of the plays that we're not seeing him make now. But right now, he's, he's just not seeing the field well. I think he's staring down his first read, and he's just he's not playing good football. Uh, Charlotte Sports One, my guy Kyle, what's up, dude? But the $2 says, Icky at left guard and put last man up sharp at left tackle. 
Oh, that's the David Sharp guy that we brought in, right? Or he was a um Yeah, I don't even care. Practice squad guy or something like that. I don't even know if you can fix it, but I guess maybe why not try it? Uh next call. What's up, C three? It's Tyler here. Hope you guys Hello, are having a good Sunday. Another disappointing loss, but I mean what did we expect? I don't think anyone really expected us to win this game. Um, I just think like what we should start thinking about now is 2024. What is, what do we, what should Tepper, what do we need to do? Obviously, firing Frank Wright now, it's not going to change our season, but I still want him fired now. Like tomorrow, I want to wake up with Frank Wright gone. Um, I think, you know, with the report with Tepper shaking his head and yelling, the F-bombs, you know, in the locker room. I think he's obviously just as disappointed as a lot of us are. We want to win. And there's no well, – I think what the most frustrating thing is there's no – we're not progressing at all. Like, we're not making steps forward. It's like the same thing over and over. And we're not modifying play calling. Like, it's the, the offensive line is still pathetic. The receivers still can't get open. It, it, it's just that we need a complete rebuild. Like, we need to get rid of Scott Fitter, get rid of Frank Wright, get rid of the whole staff, and hire the – do this right like we should have done the first time. Hire the uh, uh, hire the GM first, and then hire the coach. And then know what your identity is going to be, and then get to the guys that said the identity. And then we can start evaluating Bryce Young, because we can't evaluate Bryce Young right now. We can a little bit. Like, he hasn't been great at all. He's shown flashes, but we don't know what he's going to be, especially with the surrounding uh, supporting cats and with this scheme. I just think we need a complete teardown. Uh, I mean, this free agency, this uh, coming up, we need to retool the offensive line and we need to retool the receivers. And that's going to take a couple of years. Like, we've regressed so much. And we've come a long way from what our expectations were before the season started to now. I mean, the preseason, we're preaching, oh, it's just middle offense. And, man, it's uh, <laughs> it hasn't changed since the preseason. It's been horrible. So, um, Reich's got to go. And uh, I want to see Evero as the interim head coach. And then let Thomas Brown do the play calling. And then – tear everything down and start over. That's all we can really do. I don't do. think the but play calling is horrendous. He needs to hire, just like Marty Herney did, or uh, Jerry Richardson. Hire the firm, get the right GM, get the right coach, stay out of the way. Tepper needs to stay out of the way. He needs a manager at fun, not the Panthers. The, the difficult part with this team is that it's everything that's the problem. So, like, I want to be like, oh, it's not just the play calling. It's not. Just, it's not. It's like all of the shit is fucking sucky. <clears throat> um, everything. Everything. And that's what, like, on my way in, all I could say is, like, the entire time was there's not a there's not much positive that you could take away from what this team is. Like, there isn't, uh, you know, even when you look at the defense, again, I said this before, is you can talk about them holding a team to 17 points. But you could also talk about how they let them drive a 91 yards down the field um, and and score a touchdown uh, without having to with with Will Levis at the at the helm and their running game not really being all that great. 
Um, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I guess the defense has gotten a little better against the run throughout it, the season. Yeah, I think. Uh, but I don't know that we've had a lot of people who are willing to run against us. Like, I mean, like I, what I mean by that is when you watch. I mean, even the Cowboys, they were trying to air it out for the majority of the game. They weren't running the ball a tremendous amount of times. Um, I just I don't know that I, I when I look at this defense in the games that I've been again I didn't I can't say it passes the eye test today because I wasn't watching but I can only tell you what I heard um, it just didn't feel like it was they haven't been great they haven't been the worst part of the entire team but I just don't think that there's any part of this team that I would want to move forward with as like as as in intact as it is now I think too is um, if you go back. And I hate the receipts game, you know, like I told you this, I told you that. But if you go back to the beginning of the season when we continued to be wildly optimistic and calling out all these different potential wins, seven, eight, nine, ten, whatever the fuck it was for some of these cases, I th- I'm pretty sure I said this over and over. I just want the team to get better from week to week you know, is that I just want to see progression for the team because it wasn't a win now moment. It was a build, you know, like let's build and make progress moment. And we haven't seen progression. In fact, arguably, we've seen regression. Yeah, And I know a lot of that has to do with injuries and it fucking sucks, but we're not nothing's improving. Like the coaching's not getting better. The players aren't getting better. Nothing's getting better. No. And by the way, I I even want to say this. If I felt like there was an opportunity that Bryce could still put something together and have a breakout performance, even if there was a chance of it happening, I would want him to play. But the team is so bad that everybody knows and feels like that isn't going to happen. So yeah, it's, uh, you know, we're, we're we're regressing. And Tony, you made the best point about the coaching staff. Thing. But, you know, if you didn't want to change your head coach on the off chance that you're looking competent for firing him after the first year, that's understandable. But you're also looking at a head coach that took an already really bad football team and then made them worse. So that would be your biggest reason to say, OK, we're moving on from this and we're doing something different. Uh, and speaking of coaches. Uh, yeah, uh, Mr. Strats uh, with the $5 says, Tony, you missed the statement about Sharks circling the head coach job here. So I think he's talking about... I wonder about if he is being... All right, so, yeah, we were talking about who would want to come here, right? And right. Uh, it's not going to be the pick of... We're not the pick of the litter. Uh, I don't know if he was being a little sarcastic in that as in, don't you know there's Sharks out there who really want to come to... Because I remember, like, I'm like, who the fuck are these Sharks? That Jonathan Jones, they're like, oh, this team's better than they we think. They got a good quarterback. I'm gonna come in and fucking fix everything. Who are these people? Right? Or are there literal sharks? Either way, um, it's not gonna be an easy thing. It can be done though. Right? The NFL, you can improve and you can improve quickly. You know, but I think you just do this. I don't care about these wide receivers, dude. I don't give a fuck. If you don't have time to throw the ball, 
I want us to go out there in free agency and get two premium talents for the offensive line and even draft one in that second round and just have more players that are capable. And then we'll figure out the rest as we go. Muscles Marinara coming in hot. Aww. $5. Love Bonnie said, the world this wants to know, boys, guy. who is in your this fucking guy for today's game? This fucking guy. You know what, Tony? I think if we're going to do balls out, instead, of, if we're going to move on from the cam, uh, you know, if we're moving on from dab on them, I think we need to move on from towel of shame. I think we need to make a new bumper. And it needs to be our guy, PJ, saying, this fucking guy. This I, think it, yeah. I think it should be this guy. fucking guy. Yeah. Hit him with the beep. Uh, hey, man, who is your, this fucking guy? Uh, let's take this call while you think about it. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm a long-time listener. I'm a Jerry from Charlotte. Well, from Gastonia. Yeah, I was just. It's like they were saying, this team is just so hard to watch when you just look at all the penalties and just all just all the setbacks. And every time they commit a killer penalty or give up a sack, there's Frank Wright on the sideline. Just it, it, it's, it's like how my middle school – my middle school coach showed more fire than Frank Wright has ever showed while being a Panther, I mean, I was terrified to drop a pass with my middle school coach. And I just look at this guy, and this guy just oozes just – I would not respect this man if I was a football player. I can't respect somebody that I don't – that I don't fear. And I don't fear Frank Wright. I mean, Frank Wright should be coaching a Christian youth league football team somewhere in high school. And teaching them, you know, how to be good men. He shouldn't be teaching NFL players uh, anything. He's 150 years old in football in football years. There's nothing innovative about this guy. I mean, this reminds me of the situation in Miami about three years ago. What happened? You know, when they drafted Tua, you had their old ass offensive coordinator. Who was it? Chan Galia. He's 300 years old, and he's like, I can't do anything with this uh, with this kid, Tua. He, he he wants to roll out, and he he don't have an arm. I need to be a good, I need to be a good straight up quarterback like Ryan Fitzpatrick. And they actually made a quarterback controversy out of Ryan Fitzpatrick and Tua because they would not, you know, he he didn't know what to do with Tua's skill set. He had no that old ass had. That old-ass dude had no idea what to do with Tua. And I swear, this is where we're at right now. Frank Wright is not the person to squeeze the juice out of Bryce Young. He's not. And who knows if there's any juice in Bryce Young to squeeze. Who knows? But at this point, Frank Wright is dead in the water, and this guy should never coach again. He damn sure shouldn't coach a bad team because he's proven that. He's proven if he don't have a good team – He's not a good coach. Like he can't. I mean, for just for the Eagles. I mean, that being the being the being the OC for the Eagles, we all know that Doug Peterson was mapping out those plays. And it's just, it, it's just, I hate Frank Wright. I do. I look at him and I listen to his <laughs> press conferences, 
And like I said, it's like watching a youth pastor who's disappointed, huh? Because he caught some guys, because he, he caught some of his uh, young men smoking in the. Uh, great call. Great call. Uh, let's see if. Hey, C3. I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. Um, thank you for your podcast and thank you for everything that you do. Got two questions for you. Do you think that David Tepper is not letting Frank Reich bench Bryce? And number two is why can't our defense produce any turnovers? Just let me know your thoughts on that. Have a good evening. Uh, came close today to getting a couple of turnovers, right? Um, Brian Burns batted ball. Could have been, yeah. a, looked like it could have been an interception. He almost had, uh, do you know the play where he got in the backfield and he got his arm? Will Levis, yeah. like, but then Will Levis still made the throw. Yeah. Um, it wasn't that the throw was good. It That just shows how terrible our secondary is. Like this fucking wobbly, yeah. like, whoop, whoop, like I mean, nobody uh, was around. Uh, I want to do something before I forget, Tony. Uh, our boy, the brand ambassador, has a birthday today. Oh wow! So shout out to our homie Don. These ill skills. We wish you a very happy birthday, brother. We love you and everything that you've done for the C Three Panthers podcast, bro. We hope you have a great one, dude. Um, our our defense can't generate turnovers because teams don't have to do much on offense to beat us. So there's like minimal plays. There's not a pass rush really. Um, and our secondary stinks. Like defense is the only reason the defense is good is because the offense is so bad. Right. It's like, it's like CK was saying is that we're looking at this defense and we're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the real part about the defense is that it's not worse is given all the injuries and some of the players they have, but that offense just distracts from everything. And then the other was, that was an interesting question about David Tepper's role in benching Bryce Young. Yeah. Would it Uh, surprise you? I think that they're probably going to start thinking about it right now. I think this was the turning point game. It's a bad team. You can't do well against a, a team that's not that great. You can think of Dallas, right? Like you said, Dallas, you're supposed to get whooped by them. Like you look at it on paper and you're like, this is not, this is the game where it's supposed to be closer and they're just fucking getting wrecked. Um, If Tepper has any sense, he would want to protect this guy. Yeah. Uh, and but uh, to the point though is that do we think that David Tepper is still such a meddler that he would be the reason why you haven't done it thus far? You know, like is he the one that's saying no? Well, we want to roll with Bryce because we don't want the public image of us benching Bryce, or we don't want to look like we were wrong on our pick or whatever. Like, do you think that David Tepper has the balls enough to continuously do that? Um, even considering the rumors that the coaching staff may not have even wanted Bryce Young. I don't know. I feel like, uh, I feel like if anything right now is that this is by Frank Reich's press conference, which I didn't see. So I'd like to see how low this hat was. Um, 
nothing has done has gone good. Like his job is like I feel like is that if you bench Bryce, you're kind of already just saying I'm getting fired. You know, like I mean, I think it's just one more piece of evidence of like, oh, well, we switched play call and now we're back. We're like, like it's just like, yeah, remember, all signs are pointing to this dude getting fired. Remember down the road and uh, or down the stretch in 2017 when it was apparent to everyone that Cam Newton's throwing shoulder was hurt and yeah. he wasn't able to push the ball downfield, and we were all like. Why hasn't Ron Rivera just done the best thing for Cam Newton and save him from himself and sit him on the bench? I feel like we're in a very similar situation right now where it's like, why aren't you saving Bryce from himself and the circumstances that are around him? Like now, as as a leader and as someone who's supposed to be his mentor, now you're not only making him look bad, but you're setting him behind the curve now. Like you're putting him further behind than he would be otherwise. It's it's no leadership at all. All right. This is the last call. Gentlemen, I did not watch the game today. I'd rather play golf in cold weather than watch the Carolina Panthers. That's what I was doing. Uh, but I know that you guys watched the game and appreciate you doing that. So what is your expert analysis? So what are positive things, good things, something that gives us hope, for the future that you saw from today's game. And also, uh, should we start calling uh, the Bat Daddy J.C. Horn, where he shows up only when he feels like it? What's going on with the Bat Daddy? He's not there. Bye-bye. Bat Daddy is on a sabbatical right now. Um, got a lot going on uh, with his family. Of his and, own choosing. We certainly yeah. did not kick our brother off the show. Yeah, we all love yeah, Greg. And at some just, point... At some point, he'll be back. He's just taking care of some family business and stuff like that. Exactly. But trust me, he knows that you guys are uh, are 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 giving him his credit that he so deserves for being right on someone on something or someone a lot earlier than a lot of other people. So shout out to the bad daddy man. Um. All right. Uh, we'll be here Tuesday night. Uh, chopping up the latest Panthers news and opinions from the fan perspective. I guess we can give out uh, or, man, if we're going to stick with what we do usually, we usually give a player of the game, formerly known as the Dab on him pick. Now it is the David Dotto Balls Out Award. And uh, I think it's Xavier Woods for that hit for me. Or Chuba Hubbard. I'm going to say Balls Out Chuba Hubbard. Chuba had a chubby with those balls out. He was good. He played, yeah. ran. You know what? He got less touches than Miles Sanders and was more productive. Uh, yeah. I, I've been saying he's the number one running back on the roster. Uh, but I want to know why they kept going to Miles Sanders. What are they trying to prove there? That you, you already paid him that amount of money, so you might as well keep hoping that it works. Paid. Yeah. All right. Um, um, you got a David Dotto Balls Out Award, Cody? Uh, yeah, I'm going to Frankie Louvu. He continues yeah. to be the only guy that I look at on the field and say, oh, yeah, that guy wants to win. Like, that guy is doing literally everything capable, everything that he has in his body, he is putting on the football field to try and win football games. And I just don't even see that type of energy from anybody else, really, or at least not consistently enough. So, uh, yeah, Frankie Louvu. Uh, CK? Um, 
What I what, what I heard on the radio, there's only one. There was a couple of impact plays. Um, I want to say Brown, but I yeah. And this is obviously where I'm. This is a bit of a contrary to what we've been talking about, but I I want to give it to Burns. I mean, he got a sack. Um, and he almost uh, he broke up that screenplay that almost turned into a pick. Yep. That would have, by the way, very likely been the catalyst to at least us tie in the game had he actually gotten that interception or or what have you. But nonetheless, yeah, it would have only taken us nine minutes to go 40 yards. But right, yeah. exactly, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, Brian Burns, I'll, I'll, like I said, he was the only one that actually got uh, the results uh, in that regard, at least from a statistics standpoint. Even Hecker was bad today. Yeah, he was kicking him short. I mean, you got to imagine the dude's got to be sore. I mean, he's been kicking. <laughs> that guy's probably, been putting in work, bro. He's been putting in work all year. He's probably kicked two seasons worth of punts already. Uh, like, he, you know, what I <laughs> like, mean? Bryce, like, like Bryce Sachs and, and right. Hecker's punts, or there's like a fucking ratio to him. Um, all right, uh, this fucking guy, this fucking guy would. Uh, for me, it's icky. This guy was just getting beat just every which way, power, speed, counter moves. And it was a liability. It almost got Bryce hurt today, even though that play still was partially on Bryce for not feeling the pressure and running a little faster and knowing that these motherfuckers are going to come after you, dude. These guys were chopped. That guy, when he hit Bryce from behind, like, chopped at his arms to cause the fumble. I thought he was going to break his fucking forearms. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, oh, God, this guy's fucking trying to hurt him in a right way, like a football way. Uh, Icky, man, this fucking guy. This fucking guy. Okay, go ahead. Uh, This fucking guy uh, gotta, for me, it's gotta go I don't know. Again, this is all based on what I heard, but Taylor Moten, I heard he uh, let uh, some guys just walk past him and like he just forgot how to block. So uh, it's got to go Taylor Moten for me. Please do Cade Mays. <laughs> Dude, that, that's almost like picking on a special needs child. I just, you know, oh, I'm allowed. Okay. I'm I'm allowed to do it, but you know, nice. it's it, I, I still doesn't make it right. Um, no, I am. Um, if I had to pick, uh, I am going to say, God, dude, uh, Jonathan Mingo, dude, you're sorry, man. Like, I know that there is rookie mistakes and guys don't, you know, some guys come along faster than others, but dude, it seems like his effort is absolutely terrible. Like he just doesn't care. Like he won't even finish running his routes. His, uh, runs his lazy ass routes. And then sometimes, uh, He's just dropping passes. Uh, it's been so incredibly disappointing uh, that he just hasn't been able to mean anything for this offense. Homeboy doesn't have a touchdown this year. Like, that's... Come on, dude. Uh, this fucking guy. All right, we're here Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Uh, longest Running Panthers podcast out. Hope to see you around. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes. Get your audio podcast. Friday nights, we got the free-for-all. Uh, call in at 252-228-5098. Wait till Tuesday to call in. So the, well, maybe you can call in anytime. Like when people call in on Thursday for the Tuesday show, it's problematic. Mm. So Monday, Tuesday calls are good. Sunday, uh, Monday. So call tomorrow and Tuesday. We'll get you on the podcast. And uh, that's all I got. Cody Lack. Uh, 
It's been real. It's been fun. Yeah, but it ain't been real fun. <laughs> well, hey, uh, we're gonna we're gonna continue to be more dependable for these Panther fans than uh, the Carolina Panthers. So we're happy that everybody could join us today, man. Take us out of here. Absolutely. C three Nation, you already know what we're gonna do. Keep pound. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.